Previously on the Cool Boys Podcast. Fuck my ass. Hey, Cool Boy Nation. It's secrets time. Shh. Oh. We are live. And we invited a bunch of our friends over for this very special episode. Yeah. We promised them a super cool Milo and Otis viewing party. Oh, but we're going to spring gay porn on them. Nice. The best. <laughs> Uh-oh. I think someone is arriving now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Come and knock on the <laughs> More pizza. Who could it be? Someone is here. Who's here? They got, they got in through the front door. They got further than me. Come and knock on our door. <laughs> oh, cool boy Steve is here. We were about to just hit play, actually, Steve. Yeah. Steve, you're just in time to watch Milo and Otis. Ooh, I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> we do it? Do it. No, nice. Just play, play it. Play. Here we go. Is that Michael Bean? All right. I don't really know where to begin. So is this a mobster movie? Is this how it feels? I was walking through this city all the time, checking out the sex clubs. See, I got a huge cock. This isn't Milo and Otis. I have desires. I need to fulfill them. Is this gay porn? Yes, right <laughs> <on the> <laughs> <laughs> it seems like everything's fine. This is the Milo and Otis that I remember. <laughs> this is exactly the cat I remember. The cool cat, Jeff Stryker. You guys got forced. Was this a room? Set up. For uh, a cool boy gay porno watchathon. I thought this was like a, you were doing this for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one's a, a very gay Christmas or whatever. <laughs> God. Are you guys scared right now that you're about to watch gay? Yeah. yeah I'm not too happy about it. <laughs> He's not too Two directors. <laughs> He's not too happy about Gino it. Gino Colbert. Yeah, 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 he's part related. Am I related? You missed a lot of exposition there. We thought we were going to see a kitten and a puppy going on an adventure. <laughs> They would die. No animals would die in this movie. Oh, oh, man. oh yeah. God. There's already skin. Steve's into it. <laughs> yeah, I don't Steve think is he into is. It. This is too much for me. <laughs> Steve, the, what this guy's wearing is too much for you? <laughs> a leather jacket and a jock strap? <laughs> What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? What's wrong? Whoa! There's dick. Nipple rubbing again! Nipple rubbing! God. Already now, already with the nipple rubbing. God. Uh, this is longer than Milo and Otis, too. Oh, great. Jeez. This is pretty intense. I gotta go let in, I gotta go let in Corey. He's taking the shit. The last cool boy's here, Corey. I'm a knock on a dog. Corey! Yo, what's up, man? Hey! Hey, buddy, how you doing? Careful, those cables is not Milo and Otis. See, I got a huge cock. 
Uh, Live from Cool Boys Central. Who's the boss down there? I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Greetings, Schoolboy Nation, and welcome to the most Woo! special installment of the Cool Boys podcast ever. Woo! We need to address, of course, the controversy with last week's episode. <laughs> Coolboy Nation, we must apologize to you, our audience. Yes, the Cool Boy <laughs> Network was hacked last week. By the Jackoff Boys. What are the? Who are the Jackoff Boys? Wait, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you know, my uh, I, I just like to interrupt and ask questions. So that, that's my Emma. So. And I don't I don't listen to the show. So can I get some some recaps of like what's going on? Some substance here. They hacked mm. all of our hardware, softwares, <laughs> firmwares, malwares, hard drives, keyboards, firewires, and modems. But wait, wait, who's the Jackoff Boys? Mm. And we are going to hit those Jackoff Boys back mm. tenfold. And those Jackoff Boys know that. And they've been put on notice. If you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. You know what I say? Cock! Too big! I'm your boy, cock too big. <laughs> I'm your boy, cock too big, Balor. But we are not alone, as you may have already heard. Let's take a look at our male specimens in front of us and find out what they call themselves. Steve, you've already started talking. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm Nightwing Steve. <laughs> Nightwing Steve? What is that referencing, Steve? Oh, you don't know? I know. I'm just my audience might not know. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm the co-host of uh, the Batman and Beyond podcast. You're Steve from Batman and Beyond, Steve. No, I'm Nightwing Steve. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Nightwing Steve from Batman and Beyond. Yeah, Steve. Yeah. yeah. And then next, Dorn. Um, you might be able to explain the Jackoff Boys. Did you hear the episode, Dorn? Uh, I downloaded it. <laughs> oh, but, 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 but I've, I've heard I've heard you know the Jackoff Boys before. So explain, explain to Steve they're, Dorn. They're kind of the uh, the rival podcast of the Cool Boys, and they have a tendency to, from time to time, uh, hack and jack the network, the Cool Boys network. Ooh, hack and jack. They hack and jack the network. You guys are the Cool Boys. Are they like the bad boys? Yeah, they're kind they're, of. Oh, they are bad boys. But uh, Corey, you are now joining us as well. Corey, will you introduce yourself? Corey, I don't have a podcast, but I'm happy to be on this. 200th anniversary special. Absolutely. Thank you. Hi, this is Corey. I hope you and I can get married someday. I do have your voicemail saved from when you called in May, and I Aww. was just not feeling like being social that night, but you left a message about <laughs> toilet paper, and <laughs> I still have that. Oh, uh, yes. The cool boys, the cool boys call out. Yeah. It was like an unknown call. I just thought it was a scam or something. <laughs> Here, I'll play that audio right now. <laughs> All right, it's calling Corey. Corey is not fucking answering a, a goddamn <laughs> uh, a unknown phone call at fucking 10.05. Let's see what happens. No, no, neither is Dorn or We're Andy. We're calling him. 
FYI, we're on the on the on the call line. We are on the call right now with Corey. Nervous. Hi, you've reached Corey. Hi, it's Thank the Corey you. Hotline. <laughs> Hi, you've reached the Corey Hotline. Four ninety-five a minute. Here are some words that rhyme with Corey: glory, story, allegory, Montessori. Hi, you've reached Corey. I can't call no. right now, but please leave your name and number, and I'll get back to you. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi, this is the government. <laughs> We're calling about COVID. Oh, no. No, it's, no, it's the Cool Boys podcast. We're <laughs> yeah. calling out to everybody to make yes. sure they have enough toilet paper because the Cool Boys empire is trying to assemble... <laughs> And if, God damn, if we were the fucking Avengers right now. <laughs> There's no one you're left. <laughs> no, like, oh, we need help. We need to assemble. We need to, to get together because Thanos <laughs> is going to do stuff. Man, no one answers just, the phone. <laughs> just you and I about to face off to Thanos' army. No one's behind us. No on your left moment. Falcon, no Wakanda forever. We're no. fucked. We're just, we're dead. Corey is not going to be calling us back saying on your left. No. All right, bye, Corey. We miss you. Wait, wait. We have questions for Corey. All right, just ask him the questions, then. You can do it. Corey, our questions for you are as follows. Questions three. You want to make sure your questions three. What is your favorite color? Who would cross the bridge of death must answer me these questions three. Uh, the other side, he see. Ask me the questions, bridgekeeper. I'm not afraid. What is your name? My name is Sir Lancelot of Camelot. What? Is your quest to seek the Holy Grail? What is your favorite color? Blue. Right, off you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Here are the three questions. What is your favorite color? I don't no, remember. The it's how much. How much toilet paper do you have left? That's it. What movies or TV shows have you been watching most recently? And what are you going to do when you first get out of quarantine? Right. Well, that doesn't really That's mean right. anything anymore because we now know it's not going to be like everything just turns off and we get to go back. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be uh, July. Everything turns on. It's going to be done like a flick, like a flick of the switch. It's my understanding. If I understand uh, the way it's been going on. All right, we got to hang done. up on Corey. <laughs> Bye, Corey. <laughs> Love you, Corey. Miss you. We miss you. <laughs> and what have you been watching? Have you been watching Ready Player One? Yeah. <laughs> All right, hang it up. <laughs> Can I answer that question, like, four months later? No! Yes, please! No! I think because I live alone, I never had a problem, like, rushing out to get toilet paper those first few months. I don't even think I had to. I was pretty well stocked up already. Did you always... Were you able to spare square for a neighbor or anything like that, or...? I probably could have. <laughs> nice. I remember some of the questions. I was also, were you watching anything? Something like that, right? What are you watching in May during the quarantine? Specifically May. Nova. Nova? What? Nice. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Nova and uh, how the universe works. You're getting educated, all right. Yeah, I'm trying to get educated in these before we have to go back into the world. And I don't know. There's not a lot out there in terms of, like, new movies that is appealing. So. Right, no. right. Did you watch the new Borat? I have not. I have not seen it yet. So. I thought it was fun. I liked it. Yeah, I, wa I was able to watch it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I liked it a that lot. It was surprising how quickly they made it. I mean, most of the movie was done in the pandemic, it seemed like. How does it compare to the first one? Um, you know, I think I like the first one better. 
This one was much more like a. Con- I felt like a um, scripted, but also like faux real. Like I felt the other one was a little bit more like gotcha, where they like did these moments and they they worked them in, I guess, into the movie. And this was much more like this is what we want to do, and then we'll figure in and. But that, I thought it was good. I thought it was, um, you know, funny. Liar! Did you see the South Park uh, pandemic special? I did. It, w- it wasn't super funny. I mean, they, 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 other than punching down at themselves, that like they were doing a pandemic special, there wasn't like, there wasn't a joke to it. There wasn't really a, a core. They didn't have anything to say about. Yeah, it was. It was nice that they continued some of the storyline from the season before, where Randy went to China. With the- yeah, when he went I to China. Any of that. I, I haven't liked any of the Tegrity Farm stuff. Oh really? I thought it's been fun where they've just been really trying to do something different. Yeah, they're, 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 it seems like they're bored with their own show. Well, yeah, and if Steve, you sent that thing on the text thread where they're like doing shorts right now in the pandemic. They're they're doing this like uh, like fake news channel that was like all about deep fakes. It was pretty silly. I don't know if you watched it, but it was like they had like the newscasters like a Donald Donald Trump. Uh, his name is like Sassy Love or something, and then they like do a deep fake right. of like Al Gore and Michael Caine and. And Mark Zuckerberg is like shilling dialysis machines or something, and you know, and, and the vo- so it's them, but then the voices are all like Trey Parker, you know. So it's like looks like them, but then it's like the sounds are like you know, it's like the Al Gore from South Park. who's like I'm super serious, uh, you know, you know how we sounds and like mm-hmm. it, it's pretty silly, but it's like basically just showing off the how the deep fake technology. It's kind of crazy. So cool. <laughs> so cool. Well, cool boys. I don't think we can do any more introductions than that. <laughs> Time to move on to our cool boy show topic is what I always like to say. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gagged. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. Tonight, we are watching a very special cool boy screening of... Uh-oh. Oh. The Avengers of Milo and Otis. For reals this time. What? For reals. Yeah, I can't last the whole movie. So, guys. <laughs> you agreed to uh, back a long time ago, and then we made oh, you watch yeah. gay porn instead. When you subjected me to, yeah. uh, like, two hours of uh, porn. Yeah. yeah, well, this time we're subjecting you to two hours of animals being killed by Japanese filmmakers. Yeah, I'm gonna sign, I'll sign off then, I guess. <laughs> no, it's a good movie. This is a children's movie. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No, but now that I know that it's just, you know, the dogs and cats getting killed. <laughs> well, it's been fun, guys. So I'll see you later. No, don't leave. Steve, we're not really going to put porn on. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I'm just not here. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to watch a movie or watch animals get killed. Like, that's no, here, here. Just talk to us because I'm not watching it either. <laughs> well, it, it was fun. I'm glad that I had a good intro with you guys. Wait, and do you have any questions you want to ask us for the AMA? <laughs> uh, no. You can leave. It's fine. <laughs> we we thought yeah. this was kind of us fulfilling a, a promise that we we broke to all of you and, and that subjected you to Jeff Stryker's uh, underground, which was the highest yeah. grossing gay porn of all time. I, I, I feel like it's a privilege to watch. <laughs> I just don't really want to like watch a sh- uh, movie where you know that these animals are getting hurt and killed. Like, that's not fun. What 
and I don't think it's I don't think it's funny to laugh at. Like I think it's sickening. So, anyways, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna get going. So this is a lot easier for me to leave because I don't have to walk out of an apartment. Like I drove last time, and it was like fuck. I I actually like rushed out and like you know came to, to an apartment to hang out with my friend who's in town. Well, to be so, fair, we yeah. didn't wa- make you watch Milo and Otis that night. It didn't oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, anyways, that is, that's true. Thank you for coming, Steve. Thank you for coming. It was good seeing you. It was good bit, seeing buddy. you, Steve. Yeah. Bye, guys. Take care, right. buddy. Bye, Steve. And now there were four. <laughs> and then there were four. What is the Milo and Otis controversy? I don't even know what it is. Well, we'll, we'll explain that. It, it, it's basically okay. just the fact that the Japanese made it and they killed, like, there's several shots in this movie where it seems like that cat couldn't have possibly survived, but then they cut to the cat totally oh. fine because it's a different cat because they went through 20 cats. Oh. Yeah, because they picked, they picked pugs and orange tabbies, which all look the same. All pugs look the same. All orange tabbies look the same. Oh. I've loosely heard about this controversy, but I didn't know specifically, like... Okay. It's got the Columbia Pictures logo before it, so I doubt we're going to see a cat get its head cut, head cut no, off. No, we or don't. Something. There's, there's no actual violence in the thing. It's all no. like you have to to read into how they actually made it, knowing that they're Japanese people who, of course, don't give a shit about animals. That's why they're constantly like slaughtering dolphins for fun. Yep, right. And Steve didn't want to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, might as well take a drink, everybody. Cheers. All right. <laughs> So, Justin didn't make it, Andy hasn't shown up, Steve left early. (laughs) So everyone listening, get your copy of The Adventures of Milo and Otis ready and push play now. All right. Columbia Pictures. So this movie took like several years to make. Uh, like it's a, lo- a large number of years. It was released in Japan in '86, in the United States in '89, um, and I think like it's like credited as taking like something like six years or something like that to make this movie. In the process, they lost somewhere around like 20 animals, or no, four years. It took four years to make this movie, and they lost like 20 cats. And Jesus. an unnumbered amount of dogs, unfortunately, died. And that's why Steve left the uh, the episode. <laughs> they couldn't even keep track of the dogs they went through. Well, no. And you'll see scenes in which it's like, like as Felk pointed out earlier, um, he may have been off air or on air. I forget which. But uh, yeah, there are scenes where the cat is about to die and they cut and they literally just cut away and you just don't see the death. And then it, literally it's a new cat in the next scene. It Literally, it's they're. It's moments like that. I really through it. There's a, a part where the cat has to jump off like a waterfall into the, the water. And it's like from like an Ari Aster movie. It's like it's it's disturbing visually because, you know, even though the, the next shot is the cat like gingerly landing in the water and it's like, I'm fine. I'm wet. <laughs> this is fucking you know that that cat couldn't have possibly survived it. But we're being introduced that we're doing the commentary that we promised we'd do a long time ago. That's right. And one of these fucking pugs is uh, Otis. Or wait, what is this in, in Chinese or Japanese? It's the adventures of Ch- Chatran. So I'm not sure who Chatran is either in this. It's a, so only one of them gets the title it, in Japan. Yeah, I'm sc- scrolling up just so you can kind of get at least a little bit of the the narration. Because some of it's like, oh, that yeah, was a, 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 a close. That was a close one. And it's like, well, no, that bear just fucking ate that cat. And then you cut away. <laughs> Felk, why don't you read uh, a little bit about Milo and Otis? A heartwarming, tail-thumping story, says the Washington Post. 
A curious kitten named Milo and his inseparable friend, a pug-nosed puppy named Otis, tumble through one exciting escapade after another in The Adventures of Milo and Otis, a heartwarming live-action film. Milo and Otis start life together on a farm and spend their days exploring the barnyard and the surrounding countryside. One day, the little feline is swept down a rushing river, and Otis takes off in pursuit to rescue his friend, thus beginning a series of adventures. The Adventures of Milo and Otis, which took four years to complete, is a film that will delight both the young and the young at heart. In the poster, you know, the taglines on the poster say, Milo is one lucky cat. He's got nine lives and a best friend. Is Milo one lucky cat or were 20 different Milos very unlucky? And then the other aspect of the poster says, Remember when you were little and your parents took you to that special movie? Now you can have that experience with your own children. Well, Steve lost out on having that experience tonight with us by not joining us for this, for this movie. All right. I don't really know where to begin. <laughs> what? I was walking through this city all the time. Who is this? Is this, is this, is this rooster talking? Who is this? <laughs> yeah. See, I got a huge cock. I have desires. Oh, no. I need to fulfill them. <laughs> I walked around picture, the city. Picture, picture. What is this magic? Whether it's oh, it's a good, it's a good thing Steve's not here. I'm going to say, was this the same cut you were going to show Steve? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is just this is just Milo and Otis. I don't I don't know what's going on with with weirdly the, the official Cool Boys backplate. Every version of Milo and Otis is like this. <laughs> Steve was lucky. Steve was very lucky. No, he wasn't. We were the version we were showing Steve earlier was gonna just be. Uh, Milo and Otis, but then he apparently that was too intense for Steve too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Woo! All right. Well, we're watching Jeff Striker's Underground. I'm going to start taking off some of no, these No, we're layers. not. We're, we're watching Jeff Striker's Underground while also watching yeah, Milo and Otis. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. Of course. Because last time we ended up just staring at my fucking desktop on a on a on my TV because there was nothing we could play that wouldn't have offended Steve. <laughs> The costumes. <laughs> back, we tried to say, well, should we just watch Milo and Otis since you're not willing to, to, to sit and endure this? And uh, he said no to that, too, even though he knew that was what was going to be playing when we when we all came over. No. Oh, my gosh. This is great. <laughs> all these dicks and cats. All these, all these cats. He also bought pizza for everybody, and he brought the Habits burger. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he knew. Like, there was pizza. He's like, I didn't want pizza tonight. I wanted a habit burger. I've got my win my windows, like, I'm just looking at the top of the frame. <laughs> You'll be fine. See? That's what we figured. I'm seeing half of the Milo notice. You'll notice that I, th I thought people might do that. So I made sure that there would still be about a, you know, one... Sixth of the screen. If you just tried to get Milo yeah. noticed, <laughs> so there'd there'd still be just a little bit of Jeff Stryker in there. But uh, watch these men. I think we'll be able to follow both stories uh, adequately. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, we have plenty of to topics here tonight. I was gonna say, look, it looks like you guys have some rules. Oh yeah, what are our rules for Cock Too Big, Felk? Gentlemen, we have some rules to go over first before we get this show on the road. 
The first rule of cock too big is you do not talk about cock too big. The second rule of cock too big is you do not talk about cock too big. Third rule of cock too big. Someone yells too big. Gets hard. Taps that ass. The episode is over. Fourth rule. Only seven boys do an episode. We're down to four. Fifth rule. One episode at a time, boys. Sixth rule. No pants, no puss. Seventh rule. Cocks will grow as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule. If this is your first time at Cock Too Big, you have to cock. Yes. Or just to be clear, yeah, we, we're planning on just playing the Mile and Otis, but now both of the people who we thought might be really offended by us showing them gay porn have quit, so we're doing it anyways. Falk, um, Falk, it is very loud and it's hard to hear you. I'll turn it down. I control the volume, I guess. Fuck. It was just... Oh, Noli, we got to point out there's a black guy in this scene. Noli, there's a black guy in this scene that we're watching right now. Not in my own notice. In uh, Just nope. Why is that a factor? Does Nolan hate... Or did Nolan no think there wasn't a black guy? <laughs> Nolan hate? No. No, no. Because Nolan commonly... It was a question we had how many times, you know, it seemed like gay porn was a very white man, heavy industry. There's like three in, uh, in the Big Guns 2. Yeah, but that's like the only time I think we ever really saw that, right? I mean, I guess the only other diversity maybe. Did they kill this cat by shoving it in that chimney? It was like, it was coughing. <laughs> it was definitely struggling to get out. There's a part of the end where the fucking pug is freezing to death. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so brutal. Yeah. I've watched this uh, movie a few years ago with my kids, and that's when I realized how brutal it was of a movie. And I'm like, okay, I'm not watching this anymore with the kids. So. That was originally the concept that came up with the idea of watching it for episode 89 uh, with all of you guys. And then, of course, breaking you guys with Jeff Stryker just was a... Uh, and we did it again. That <laughs> kind of feels cruel the way Steve frames it. But fuck it, we're still doing it because <laughs> he laughed. You know, I, well, I now think the you got both this time on the same screen. You That's got right. animal cruelty and then Jeff Stryker. And, Look at him. And, and Jeff Stryker just dropped his pants. I mean, I personally think a bunch of men having consensual sex for fun and pay is less offensive than murdering several yeah. cats and pugs. Uh, yeah. But, you know, obviously one you can still purchase on Amazon Prime and one you can't. Which one? That's <laughs> true. Which one? Yeah, which one? Which one are you talking about? Because I, I mean, I checked two years ago when we did this last time. To see if uh, that can stream it that way. But then Ballard's like, oh no, I have a perfectly good rip of Ben Ballard and Otis ready to go. That's right. I got that bad boy. Well, yeah, it, you know, watching this right now, it's very nice. You got the beauty, which is the underground, and then the beast of Milo and Otis. So I feel like, you know, we've got the, be the best of both worlds right here. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I guess the first thing that I, I'm supposed to ask is what, every, what is everybody drinking? Yeah, what is everyone drinking? I'm almost done with my Coors Banquet, which I assume is a fancier Coors. It's the better Coors. I gotta say, it's pretty good, honestly. I mean, I, I, I could have paid a lot more for a beer, and it wouldn't have tasted better than this. It's got a nice aftertaste. Clean. Yeah, the banquet's, uh, the banquet's all... We get drunk. Fuck it. It's a celebration. We made it to 200 episodes. This is our Barely. end game. This is our end game now. Yeah. Cheers to 200, guys. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Thanks. I, I'm drinking uh, some red wine over here. Some chronic. Mm. Nice. I almost did chronic as well tonight. Um... I am drinking a Sauvignon Blanc tonight. Yeah, I see you're on the white. And uh, smoking two different joints. <laughs> At the same time. Corey, what are you, what are you drinking? 
<laughs> I'm drinking nothing. I'm gonna go grab something though. Yeah, do. Please do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, but come back. I don't want to lose you too, boy. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I am trying to picture what Corey's able to see, and like I'm paying attention to that corner. Just to, to, to see how many dicks get in there. <laughs> right now, it's just chest. It's a chest. Oh, there's a little dick. There's a dick would be in there now. <laughs> oh, there's some baby birds looking it's like they want some dick. Right. I was going to say that was perfectly synced right there. There was That's dicks on great. screen and baby birds just begging for it. This cat killed some of these birds. Some of these birds died in the making of this movie. Yeah, Here's the fucked up thing too about this. I I, we can get into this more a little bit later because I think we have an article about it. But um, the like uh, American Humane Society like apparently watched over this movie. Milo and Otis, not Jeff Strecker's Underground. Yeah, it has American Humane Society approval. Yeah, so they were telling them in Japan, like, yeah, we're making this movie without hurting anybody. We we promise. Meanwhile, they're killing cats in this movie. Right now, I think that crab's about to bite the cat. This might be. Our first. Oh, there we go. Ah, poor little cat. Oh, so <laughs> oh, no, they didn't force that though, right? Like they just kind of let that happen. No, that just happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's... They let a cat play with a crab next to a cat to make them interact. Yeah. Exactly. They know what they're and doing. The, and the dog gets a frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy's sucking this dick or whatever it was jacking on that dick with an asshole right there. Um, well, there's your, and there's your favorite ballad, guys making out. I thought you meant hedgehogs. <laughs> I thought you meant hedgehogs. <laughs> Depends on your point of view. I hate I hate making out. Honestly, uh, uh, I love sex, but I cannot stand kissing and making out in movies. Like, I just don't like make out scenes in movies. It's very rare. I love making out, though. That's fun. Yeah. Any making out? Any making out? Straight, gay, anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. It's weird. It's very rare someone does a good job of making out. Like, honestly, I remember back in Top Gun happened. And I was oh, watching well. Tom Cruise make out silhouetted with Kelly McGillis. And I'm just like, I don't like this. Like, I just, it's not it's not it's not appealing. That was my uh, introduction to French kissing, I think. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but I just didn't really care for it. And then I kind of just like re- immediately was like lost interest, I guess, in, in kissing scenes in movies and. Never really liked them. No one would oh, probably yeah. like us to announce that it was a facial happening. <laughs> no, there's a facial. Right. Everyone drink. Everyone drink. There's a facial. There's a facial. Drink it. Cheers, facial everyone. Drinks. Cheers. 200. Cheers. Yeah, I grabbed a Bex. Hey, have you heard of Pliny the Elder, any of you? The beer? Yeah. No, I haven't. No? No. Is no. it good? Ballard, you, without stating where you live, you probably could find it the easiest of all of us. Um, oh, really? Because it's nice. brewed, brewed up, brewed near you, but it's my favorite beer. I do What's have one it? of those, but it's a... Uh, Pretty big bottle. I don't want to crack it open. I have to work in the morning. But so I'm just going with a boring Bex. But whatever, it'll get the job done. No, nah, Bex, Bex works. Is nice. Yeah, yeah, Bex is fun. Anyway, if you uh, if you ever see that, get it. Pliny What's the it Elder. What's it called again? Pliny the Elder. Russian River is the brewery. Oh, yeah, Russian River. Yeah, they're good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Stryker say his cock because I was paying attention to Milo and Otis and forgot that I was hearing the audio from one, not the other. Right. Oh my god, this dog is going to eat this chicken! As there's a little chicken being born or hatched. That cat would fucking eat that chicken, though. Yes. And it probably did. That dog's going to eat that chicken. So the dog's about to eat it. He killed it! He fucking knocked its head and then it got away and it's fine. Oh, he's fucking with it. (laughs) 
Oh, dude, they're painting away. Yeah, look at that, look at that pan away. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the worst version of Babe I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so bad. The dog slept after it ate the chicken, and then they brought another one. <laughs> I did come up with a list because you said to come prepared. Good. Yes. We would love to hear so, it. I hope you guys haven't done this already. You may have, but of course it's movie related because it's me. But um, best slaps in movies. Oh, yeah. best slaps. Wait, wait, we should probably set it up for the audience because uh, 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 what we're doing. So, yeah, we asked everybody. Um, we invited eight people to come. Four people showed up. And uh, hey, hey. we asked everybody to bring kind of. Uh, oh, is it the facial you're reacting to, Dorn? <laughs> Uh, maybe. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I keep looking. I keep looking left and right at the screen. So, so I, uh, I'm kind of just reacting to it all. Well, yeah. Some, some are, some are like beautiful uh, noises we might all be making while staring at the bottom right, but staring at the top left. No, that, that was is probably that Jeff, me. Oh, is that Jeff Stryker getting his rim? Yeah, it is. It is. Oh wait. Oh, is that cat. Oh, there he goes. He's What's guiding. Going on? He's guiding. He's guiding. Oh, yeah. So anyways, so we asked these everyone coming tonight, uh, kind of treat it as an AMA and bring their questions. And uh, Corey, you have some questions. Um, but before we actually, Corey, I want you to ask your question. I want to kind of get into the people that went missing. So um, Andy, who was perfectly going to show up, just never responded and didn't show up. I'm sure he'll have an excuse tomorrow. Noli did write uh, something about, like, you know, have fun watching gay porn with the guys and, you know, hope they hate it just as much as they did last time and send my best. And it was very nice of Noli. And then uh, Justin also sent us a little something, too. Uh, Justin wanted us to read this on air. Felt, do you want to read it since you have it or do you not have it ready to go? Justin's I can pull it up. Yep, pull it up. Oh my god. Wait, who's jacking <laughs> off right now? Who's like jacking just, off? I missed it. It just got silent and then Jeff Stryker's the just hammering uh, his dick. You know, Jeff Stryker's got a good solid tan, like across the board. It's nice to He does. He's got he's got he's got the abs. I think I pointed this out last time that Jeff Stryker's is on the top level, just blasting all the guys below him. Yep. Yes. <laughs> he's just up there to spraying them. Justin said. Dear Cowboy Nation, it is with great sorrow, family shame, and regret that I must cancel my appearance on the historic 200th episode of the Cool Boys podcast. To the millions of listeners out there, I am deeply sorry for letting you down. You see, I am gay. Very, very gay, with gay blood pulsing through my veins, propelling me to heights of gayness once only dreamed of by lesser gays. I want to thank the quote-unquote boys for their steadfast dedication to producing the greatest podcast in the world and for their robust mouth-watering dongs, which I have spent many long hours admiring. Fuck Ryan Johnson, fuck Disney, what? and fuck the Communist Party of China. Congratulations, <laughs> cool boys, on your 200th episode, and I look forward to another 200. From yours truly, Justin is hard. P.S. Long live cool boy Noli who currently floats aimlessly aimlessly, in the quantum realm, trying to suck his own dong. We will never forget you. Float on, you dong-sucking interdimensional traveler. Jorgensen 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Questions for AMA. Oh, he's got a question. It's okay. Who wins? I guess. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Corey goes first. We'll hold on to Justin's AMAs because Corey wanted to ask his. Corey, please now ask your question. 
I want to know your guys' top top five or top... I, I actually have top three. Uh, top three slaps in movies. Ooh. Okay, slaps. Naked Gun. Naked Gun for sure. When yeah. he catches her two hands and then the third hand comes out of nowhere and slaps him in the face. Yeah, that's, that's my number great. one. I'm assuming that's Jaws great. is on Corey's list of the... Uh, I, Chief, Chief Brody slap. Yes. Yes, I have... That's definitely on mine, too. I have two uh, Spielberg ones. One I'm not going to include because I have a feeling one of you will probably mention it. So, so yeah, yeah, Jaws, Jaws is definitely on there, though. But there's another one that was pretty good that I left off. I see a couple Wait, what is it? What is it? I'm actually curious because I don't have it. On, I don't. I definitely have Jaws on my list because I love that because it just yeah, the way it sobers up Brody in that moment after they're all excited they caught a shark. She's assaulting an officer. She should be arrested. She, well, today she would be shot. But like, but Corey, what's the other uh, uh, Spielberg moment? Is it is it Schindler's List? Is there a slap no. in Schindler's List? I don't know. I was wondering. <laughs> Spielberg uh, could have that could be a subcategory. There's a lot of good slaps in his movies. No, the other Schindler's one is um, Last Crusade, where his dad oh, slaps him. Yes, of course, yes. For blasphemy, yes. yeah. Yes. And then that's right. He, yeah. It's just Jesus fucking Christ. Sean Connery slaps him. The other one I have is uh, in Empire of the Sun, where the housekeeper slaps Christian yeah. Bale. Oh, I forgot about that. That would be one. great to slap Christian Bale. He deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the bear's killing the dog! That bear is not fucking playing. <laughs> Jesus! They fed that dog to that bear. They also fed a few cats. We missed it. So while the bear um while the bear was in the river, they cut away a few times, and there's like a few cats that where the bear got into the box, and you can tell the bear got to the cat inside the box. God. Yeah. That was one of the few times that they actually do. Oh, are they coming at each other's faces and licking it off? Ew! I'm <laughs> tongue kissing and jerking off together. So did your kids watch the whole movie then, Ballard? No, they they got like 20 minutes in underground not, and then turned it off. Not no. Oh my god, is the cat gonna get out? Yeah, well, they were they were young enough when when we put on Milo and Otis for the kids, they were young enough to like be still playing toys and like were not really connected because Dudley Moore does not appeal. To uh, children today. <laughs> no, nor did he in 1986 or 89 or whenever. I loved Dudley Moore as a kid. <laughs> I, mean, I saw it in theaters when I would have been, I guess, seven years old. Okay, so these waterfall scenes, th what they did is they put a bunch of cats in boxes and just sent them over the waterfalls, and they kept taking takes until the cat survived. So the, the takes you're seeing are the, are the good takes where the cat made it. Because <laughs> they always hold the shot long enough to prove the cat lived. But yeah. that's not showing you all the takes where the cats died. Well, there was one. It just it just completely like went the, the camera. Oh, oh, that. OK, that cat survived. Right. But not every cat survived that fall because that's like the, that's cat number five that day. <laughs> the Japanese are really horrible. Look how horrified that cat is. It's like screaming. It's like, help. <laughs> What's yeah. going on? These assholes. Um, uh, uh, PETA was proving just uh, recently with um, a dog's purpose or a dog's journey that they were still drowning German shepherds for river scenes. Yeah, well, yeah that, 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 that video like made it out where they just pushed the dog in. And yeah, that's not yeah. great, but that dog was fine. He just wasn't. He was asking for it the way he was dressing. He, I, they didn't kill a dog. 
Yes, they did. A dog <laughs> purpose. Dennis Quaid killed a dog. I'm just saying it's a lot. There's a, you know, even the worst of what you'll get from any American uh, uh, TV show or, or movie is like wait, not wait, wait. even compared to what uh, Jeff's talking. Yeah, he is. To what the Japanese did. Clubs. I used to hang out in the John. Love to see all the big fat cock and <laughs> all the guys that really appreciate Preach, Jeff. my big cock. Yeah. I learned a lot there. One time we'd snuck in. Oh, there was a hot little blonde guy there. <laughs> okay. Just a <laughs> Yeah, it turned out that we we got enough of his little his interstitial. <laughs> and then I woke up. <laughs> and then I woke up. <laughs> yeah, it's the tragedy of all the murders around Jeff that's been really stressing him out, and the way that the t- people today doing crimes are much different than people of yesteryear. Crimes used to be simply handled with people without guns, and now is that the point of that story? I've never actually like thought about what he the fuck that story even means. Yeah, that's all it means in the end. It's like Tommy Lee Jones' character is essentially just being like, I, I he's scared. Like, he's fucking terrified. He's like, well, yeah, for what Anton Chigger did. Well, no, he's scared of everyone. He's scared of, of crime. When we saw that, this is probably mentioned that when we when I saw that movie with, in theaters, it was with Corey. And as we walked out of the theater, an elderly couple said, well, I guess evil prevails. Yeah. When yeah, did you transition much. into talking about No Country for Old Men? I missed that. I thought you were talking about the, the porn the whole time. <laughs> I, I, I kind of missed that transition, too. Jeff did this long monologue straight to the camera, and then I ended with, with and then I woke Tommy up. Jones. Which is how, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, no Country for Old Men ends with uh, Tommy Lee Jones' yeah. long monologue. And I, that's referenced Dude. in a previous episode we did that apparently no one else listened to. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely remember that old couple. I guess evil prevails. <laughs> That's awesome. It was like, uh, that should be on the Blu-ray cover of No Country for Old Men. Other movies that's we've a, watched together, tagline, yeah. we've said that at the end of them. I can't remember any of the movies except uh, Eden Lake, which I know Ballard has watched. Love that. Spoilers for Eden Lake, the bad guys win. And I, I, I think we watched that at, like on a Halloween or something. And it was like, oh, I guess evil prevails. Like, that's a brutal movie. I walked out of Rise of Skywalker saying that. <laughs> Corey yeah. still hasn't seen Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah, man. I walked out of Rise of Skywalker going, evil prevails. Yeah. <laughs> I guess evil prevails. Well, evil prevails in the sense of, of Disney. I guess in this Milo and Otis movie, evil prevails. Yeah. 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 Well, this yeah, pug's that, going through mud. Yeah, this, pug, this pug's going to drown in mud. That mud was poisoned that day. <laughs> <in the cyanide. laughs> oh, it's a crow. A crow's going to fuck with the pug, probably. Okay, so guys, not no bullshit. So there's a scene coming up that's a little intense. Um, it's when uh, Milo has oh, to yeah. the the cat has to deal with seagulls. What they did is they threw the fucking Ooh, cat yeah. into some seagull nests, yeah. and the seagulls were laying eggs, so they were fucking pissed off. So they fucking kill this cat. And there's literally a a split second before an edit where you see that the seagulls are about to rip the cat open, and then it just cuts to a cat falling off a cliff. It's about to happen. I just want you guys to be aware of what you're about to see. I'm not watching it. This is a children's movie. And just to remind you, remind you, on the poster it said, literally, remember when you were little and your parents took you to that special movie? Now you can have experience with your own children. Kids are watching this movie when seagulls are ripping a cat in half. Wait, how do you, did you you buy this on on DVD? Yes, I own the DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
Oh, well, yeah. It's Milo and Otis, man. Uh, I have the DVD of Jeff Stryker's Underground. <laughs> you know what I keep hearing? I keep hearing yeah. people going, ugh. Uh, right? I'm not sure if it's Dorn. I'm not sure if it's Corey or you felt like responding. And then I realize it's the porno and someone getting their dick sucked. And it's a good response. <laughs> someone just, ugh. I honestly don't even have Milo and Otis in this uh, file. The audio from it, because I figured yeah, we didn't really need Dudley Moore when Jeff Stryker would be talking about his cock. <laughs> that would be enough narration for Milo and Otis. And weirdly enough, three times now, he's talked about his cock yeah. when there was a rooster on screen. And I thought that was unique. It's kind of like Dark Side of the Moon. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my just, God. Cool. Just lines Nation. up. Lines you have up. to sync up your copy of Underground with your Milo and Otis. Wait for the lion to roar on its third time and then hit play. Yeah, spit on my fucking. So wait, we okay. This fox yeah. is gonna probably have no problems, but if I recall, oh dude, yeah. that fox is what killing an animal. No, it's just that meat is buried. It, it is dug up some meat and it buried. Oh, okay. This is probably a wild fox that they are exposing. Yeah, yeah, and they threw a cat at it. They happen to come across while they were filming, and then they just threw their cat several times at it. The cat it is freaking out. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> And also a, a blonde guy with a thinning oh, hairline is being forced onto a cock, just so we know what's going on in both films. For all the audience members out there who have, of course, started oh, Jeff Stryker's Underground about three minutes into my own notice. <laughs> yeah, the um, the hot blonde is not that hot of a blonde. The tiny little no, hot blonde. No, no, he's got a. No, he's, he needs Provisha. His hair is yeah. thinning considerably. Oh, so the cat's gonna get. Oh shit! They really did bring that cat right there where that fox was. So sometimes, like, I like to watch like National Geographic shit, and like, you can tell, like, okay, so that cheetah really wasn't there when that fucking gazelle was there, right? And they editing all the shit later. But based on what they just showed us, that fucking fox was in that same location that they just threw that cat in. This cat was really there, and this cat is going after this fox's kill. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and ask Justin's question if that's cool with everybody. Uh yeah, and then we'll just well, kind of go around. I have one more you guys. slap real quick on my list. Yeah, what is it? Total Total Recall. It's not Schwarzenegger or Sharon Stone or anybody notable. It's just oh. the girl technician slaps her coworker, and I think it's a very realistic oh, slap, and it's hilarious. She goes, "We're talking about the fucking agency. Shut up!" <laughs> oh my god, I got to see that. I don't remember. I don't that. remember that at yeah, all. I don't, I don't remember that either. It's the you blew my cover moment. Okay, and then they calm down Schwarzenegger. And then yeah. I guess they're freaking out because they think somebody's listening to them. I don't know why, but he goes, wait a minute. Someone, we're talking about the fucking agency. Shut up. <laughs> and I swear, it's like Paul, Paul Verhoeven probably just told her, hey, slap this guy really hard. I love that. I love that style of filmmaking. Just deck him. Yeah, I, I like, that's like that's how The Exorcist was made. It was just like, yeah, just do everything really hard. Um, Corey, I, uh, oh, yeah. I showed my kids aliens yeah. after showing them alien and I was, uh, sitting next to my wife and just kind of like talking to her about aliens while watching it, like how much I love the movie oh, and how yeah. excited I was to watch it with the kids and they were so into it. But when we finally got to fucking a poem, I looked over and I goes, Corey knows every single one of a lines verbatim chronologically throughout this film. And as he's, as he's saying his lines, I can just hear your voice in my head, just saying every single one of them with him. All right, people. 
<laughs> All right, what are we waiting for? Breakfast in bed? Yeah. Another glorious day in the court. Well, a long time ago, Corey was not a waiter, I guess a food runner. And you, you told me that you would often, like, just at a fucking, I guess, downtown Disney restaurant. I guess we can dox that. Uh, we, uh, you were like... You would say that to like, all right, people, they're not paying us by the hour, even though they were paying you by the hour. (laughs) You heard the man and you know the drill. Asses and elbows. Hudson, come here. Come here. So they killed this dog by sticking it out in the middle of the ocean while the tide was coming in. (laughs) God damn, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it does look that way. Yeah. You don't save that dog. You don't send a swimmer after that dog. That dog just died. Well, you can tell by the shakiness of the of the any of the shots of the pug that that's like a fucking 70 millimeter lens. They're on the shore and that dog's on a rock and this turtle's coming after him. That dog is terrified. And there's another Remy. Another Remy. Very graphic rim job happening in the stall of the bathroom. Yeah, where are they in the bathroom? Yeah, like a random men's room. Yeah. It's also sad when you see the pug shaking and it's like, that's not good. (laughs) That dog is suffering hypothermia right now. Not to beat a dead horse, but Steve came over with the exception, with the understanding that we were watching Milo and Otis. No, he did it. That, no, he, he knew we were going to watch Milo and Otis. Oh, tonight? You mean tonight or 89? 89 and 89. Okay. And then he, he no, he didn't know tonight. But then he, he was mad that we made him watch Jeff Strikers Underground. Understandably, it was a ruse. <laughs> but uh, tonight, like, he had already agreed in to watch Milo and Otis. So I feel like he was, he was going back on a previously agreed uh, upon thing. But now watching Milo and Otis... I kind of understand what Steve was talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. These dog, that's this dog is is scared and not like he's riding a turtle right now. But he doesn't know he's riding a turtle. He doesn't know what the right. fuck is going on. He's not acting like scared. <laughs> wait, how did they act this fucking turtle? This is why it took four years to make this movie. Yeah, this they had turtle to wait for is a turtle to show up. Yeah, and then put a damn dog on it and then hope the dog walked on the turtle all on its own they you can't, can't, you can't just yeah you can't just put a dog on the turtle and it goes fine yeah. you gotta do it a lot and it doesn't like go great about, a lot of times oh he's really going I like thinking that, about that how asshole. we're waiting for this natural moment to happen with the animals and then on the other screen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this natural moment happening between two guys in a men's room yeah between uh a, a very white boy and, a, and maybe a, a Hispanic gentleman, Latinx. I think he's Italian. Oh, maybe he's Italian. I'm not watching either, but between the two, I'd have an easier time watching the gay porn, I think. <laughs> now that I know all this stuff about Milo and Otis. Yeah, it's hard to watch Milo. Well, I got to keep it streaming so uh, Ballard, Dorn, and I can do the commentary. <laughs> you can peer in. Nothing bad's happening right now in Milo and Otis. There's a, there's a dick going into an asshole no, just, in Jeff's face. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> there's some bad things happening on the other screen. <laughs> underground, we're getting lots of penetration right now. Otis is staring at a sea turtle on the on the, on the shore. Um, uh, Felk, before you get into any other questions uh, for the AMA, uh, do you want to at least like read about Jeff Stryker and explain why Jeff Stryker is so important for the, uh, any audience tuning into this episode that may have missed 89? You just re- want me to read the back of the DVD case? Sure, and then maybe just talk about like what we know about Underground. The legend is back where he belongs. No one knows the Underground sex scene. Better than its world-famous legend, oh. Jeff Stryker. <gasps> Stryker takes us on a shocking journey into more than just his favorite secret sex clubs, but into the very intimate desires and fantasies that make up this complex man of men. In this seven-scene feature, you will witness what you dare not 
even imagine, including a climactic scene where anything can happen and will. Oh, God damn, my dick is so engorged. Sweet pussy. God damn it. Oh, this fox and this fucking little pug are going to kiss each other's faces? That's kind of nice. I don't think that filmmakers wanted this response. Uh, I don't think the fox and a pug are going to be shit, natural man. enemies. Foxes Excuse are basically fucks. Because yeah. Grizzly Man had a fox dog. Before he Yeah, before the end of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of it. <laughs> Right. Look at this. Look at this position in underground right now, though. That does not look fun. Only fun for one. Yeah. Why are you breathing in like all that? The urinal smells. Uh, why is your head in the trough? Yeah, because the urinal has like a smell. It either smells like that that chemical cakey smell, right, or it's like piss. piss. This is a scene where anything can happen and will. Oh, this is it. Oh no, they're gonna. Whoa. Oh my god. Now How many him. cats were run over by a train? Another facial. But Phil, Phil, you see the train, right? Is yeah, I see the train? the train coming towards the yeah, cat. Yeah, I see the train. The cat's gonna die. The cat not does good. not understand that that train is gonna not just keep coming right at him. Instead of wow. duck beneath the train, which seems weird that a cat would know that, that would work. I think a, more, a cat would just move. But perhaps maybe this cat is glued to the floor. <laughs> maybe. Oh, you know what it was? Here's what's probably happened. They probably ran it a few times and the cat kept jumping out last second and being killed by the train. So they just edited around it because as you can tell, they never really showed the train go over the cat on this one. Did they? I don't no, think they no, they didn't. They did. No, no. It was just the train going by and the cat kind of ducking. Too many cats died in the process. They're like, fuck. All right. Edit around it. Not for the train. <laughs> we'll do it in post. We'll do it in post. <laughs> we'll I'll ask Justin's question because this is a pretty good yeah, one. Ask it. Yeah, go ahead. Justin says, questions for AMA. <laughs> Who wins? This is Justin's question. Who wins in a hand-to-hand -hand street fight to the death? The Mariner from Waterworld or Cameron Poe from Con Air? Oh, it's easy for me. It's easy. It's it's the Mariner from Waterworld because he's a mutant. He I would say it's Cameron Poe. Yeah, I think it's Cameron Poe. No way. The Mariner can swim. This is a hand-to-hand -hand combat fight to the death. I assume it, it's on land. It doesn't matter. It can be hand-to-hand -hand anywhere. If you can swim, we all see what the Mariner does in Waterworld when he's swimming. He swims so fast, he can jump out of the water, and just think of it as like Street Fighter. You're jumping out of the water with all that force, you come in with an uppercut. One hand-to-hand -hand combat fight is all you need with one punch. Wait just, wait, just to clarify, that's so we're talking Kevin Costner's character in Waterworld and yeah. John Malkovich in Con Air, or? No, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Oh, Nick, Nick Cage, Cage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Nick Cage was a what? He was a Marine, right? Or, or at least in the, he was at least in the military. Still a man. Right. He takes on three guys. The Mariner the killed like 50 men. The Mariner was practically like a... Sh yeah, but he, he used weapons. Oh, that's only because he, he had them. If he didn't need them. I mean, we never saw the sequel where he beat everybody with his fists. I'm going to say Cameron mm. Poe. <laughs> Waterworld 2, Fists of Fury. Let's just take this one step further. Who would win in a fight between Kevin Costner... And Nick Cage. Oh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Right. That's Nick what. Cage. That's why I picked Cameron Poe. No, it's different. Mutants. <laughs> I know it's Mut different, but <laughs> mutants have strength. They have mutant strength. I, th I feel like the Mariner being a mutant gives him all the edge on uh, Nick Cage's Cameron Poe, who's just a man. Corey, I know you're familiar with both these movies. Uh, who, who, what is your answer? Uh, no, I'm just thinking about the second one. That God, I really do want to see that fight now. Kevin Costner <laughs> really and Nick Cage in real life. <laughs> I think that would be a, a great fight. 
And I'm not so sure Nick Cage would win yeah, that. Yeah, see, but. it's it's Con Air two and Waterworld two combined into one. Oh, movie. Nick Cage is crazy, Corey. He would of course win that fight. I'm not saying oh, Kim yeah, he's crazy. would win a, a hand down brawl with someone like oh, Tim yes. Allen. Well, this is my disguise, like he says to Whitney Houston in The Bodyguard. You know, it's <laughs> my disguise. Yeah, maybe. I, I think Nick Cage is insane. I honestly think Nick Cage is insane. And Paper. I, I think. Nick- Paper, <laughs> fireworks. Yeah, fire. God, should I tell that? Yeah, to go ahead. <laughs> I would love it. Do. This would have been like ninety two, ninety three. I was in a hotel, and remember they had like pay per view in the ho- in the hotels, and there would be tra- like previews for movies. I swear yeah. this was the preview for the Bodyguard. I'm not remembering this wrong. This is accurate, and there's got to be a digibeta of this somewhere. <laughs> Maybe on Warner Brothers lot or something. It goes, the preview goes, when Kevin meets Whitney, (laughs) hey, what can we say? Fireworks. (laughs) Wow. That's a hell of a teaser. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm watching literally someone's testicle get like insanely licked through the zipper. And that was fireworks. Fireworks. Probably made around the same time. What what with this striker movie was probably in the early nineties, right? I think uh Striker was in uh ninety-seven. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. Same year as Titanic. <laughs> Which one's better? Well, I mean it's a Titanic of gay porn because it's the highest selling gay porn right. of all time. And Titanic was the highest selling, highest grossing movie of all time. Now it's in game. Oh, we're watching a cat dream right now, just so you guys know. The cat is dreaming. This is his oh, dream. Oh, it's a dream? This is oh, a dream. Yeah. Not really. This is his other footage <laughs> from times <laughs> oh, cats yeah. didn't die. You know, oh. in the uh, in the bear, the movie about the little bear cub that, like, you know, Bart the bear stars in as the big, yeah. as the big brother bear, essentially, the, the friend bear, bear that he comes across. Um, the bear... The bear has a dream sequence early on in the film where before his mother dies, I think, or immediately after his mother dies, where he sees a frog in his dream. They have a whole frog sequence, but they did it as if it was a bear dream. And so they have like all these weird like distortions and colors and sounds the way the bear would be creeped out by a frog. It's fucking amazing. I love that fucking movie, The Bear. It's one of the director, isn't it? Like a big acclaimed international director now. I thought so. Um, and it started like uh, Chicky. It started two French actors that were pretty famous, like French actors, uh, Chicky Cario, and the other guy that everyone knows his face, but I can't remember his name. But you, if you saw him, you'd know him right away. Not the professional guy, right? No, it's not Jean Reno. No, Jean Reno. I think it was him. Oh, Owl just killed that mouse. <laughs> well, back, back to the question. I don't have. A, I don't have an opinion because I have not seen Waterworld in a long time, and I honestly don't remember. What his skills are. I've, I, Con Air is one of those movies, whenever it's on, I have to watch it. So, well, um, yeah. Con Air is a better movie, without question. Oh my God, I disagree. But, but I don't know who would win in that fight. Oh, come on. Con Air's got the, the cast. Yeah, it really does. Everybody's in Con Air. Yeah, I like Con Air to some extent. I just, Con Air's not my favorite, honestly. It's, um, it's, well, it's not a great movie, but it's, it's fun. Yeah. I love the score, I though. I actually like Waterworld more than Con Air. Yeah, it's got a good score. Yeah, it's got a good score. It's all like weird noises. Um, okay, Justin's follow-up question is also, who would you rather fuck? 
the Mariner from Waterworld, or Cameron Poe from Con Air. Uh, oh, I would rather oh. Cameron Poe. I would. I mean, Cameron if it's Nicolas Cage versus Kevin Costner, I'd also rather fuck Nicolas Cage. Actually, no, I think I'd rather fuck Kevin Costner, but I'd fuck Cameron Poe over the the Mariner because he's an asshole. He's a horrible person the entire movie. Yeah, I would love to get fucked by Cameron Poe and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but think of all the fun things you you could do with like underwater with that yeah the mariner yeah. yeah i don't know i can't breathe that long he'd make it work for both of you that's right he does he breathes into gene, gene triple horn to keep her alive he also puts her in a bubble and then takes her down like <laughs> in the bubble right like but at the same time it's like you know i i, I don't know i mean if your trick is only fucking me in the water that can only go so far <laughs> you know like right like you do I, that once you're it. like okay i got it I'm gonna get over it. It's, yeah, it's no, not, it's the answer is Cameron Poe. Yeah, the camera. Yeah, Cameron Poe and Nick Cage. <laughs> well, that concludes and Justin's <laughs> questions. And Nick Cage, you're right. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Who is it? it? Smokers. Smokers. <laughs> Smokers. Um, has anybody watched The Postman since they've been in quarantine? I've never <laughs> no, seen no, The Postman. I have. I have seen The Postman, but I thought I, I watched it like when it like came to VHS. I it was it. horrible. Yeah, it's it's like I heard it. I heard it was terrible. Corey, we've never talked about the postman before. Do you, have you watched the postman? No, it's I've never seen it. Now I kind of want love to. It. It's you the best. So I ended Waterworld. I walked away from Waterworld, guys, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want more!" And then Kevin <laughs> knew what I wanted, and he gave me the postman. And the best thing about the postman, it has twenty to thirty minute prologue. That's completely mm. unnecessary. You don't need it. You can literally cut it out and drop it out of the movie. It's, it's not like needed. Three hours long, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't the movie super long? It's super long. Yeah. This is weird it, symmetry. You have to. We have to acknowledge this. The cat was fucking <laughs> licking the pig while this guy was licking an asshole. It still is. <laughs> right, right, right. There's a lot of licking going on in the screen. Oh my god, this is my favorite move to stick my dick behind me like that. I like this. This is a good move. This is a great move. <laughs> He's pushing the dick behind him. Yeah. And the guy's behind him sucking him off. That's how I shower. That's how I like to shower most of the time. Just like that. <laughs> With Jeff Stryker? No, my dick. I put my dick behind me like that so it gets in the shower water right. And then my asshole gets cleaned at the same time. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah, that's a good move. Are they killing was... this cat? Are they killing this cat? I think this cat's surviving, but it is not oh. happy with what's being done to it. What happened? There was, some, there was some good synchronization there for a moment with the licking. Oh, shit. Watch what happens to this cat's tail. Oh, no. What is this? Now, that's a real cat's tail. How do they do this? How do they do this? Watch this shot. With the cat. Oh, no. This is this is actually interesting. Nope, I just see your lovely faces. I don't see animals or porn right now. <laughs> what what happens here? Watch what happens here. Watch what happens to the cat. Does the fish pull him in? <gasps> well, close. Oh fuck! <laughs> this is the part oh, we got. Wow. <laughs> so how do they do that? My theory they is the that they put a fish hook through the cat's tail and through the the, the fish's mouth. <laughs> Poor cat. And then the raccoon just snatches it. Yeah, the cat gets bit by a fish. I mean, I, I've eaten fish. So I can't really judge. Oh, the bear's going to kill that raccoon. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that raccoon's dead. That bear's going to just kill that thing. What the fuck? Meanwhile, there's this ass pounding. Dude, that bear's being aggressive as fuck. And the cat's right there. Oh, my God. The cat. Oh, the raccoon oh. just bumped into the cat. This is, this is a condom on Jeff Stryker right now. That's weird. This is the first condom we've seen in this movie. Oh, but this is supposed to be bareback, I thought, right? Not every guy agreed to the bareback, probably. Some of them did. 
Yeah, it's a pre-condom classic. Yes, I mean, that's what it's like. No, no, the actually, Big Guns is the pre-condom classic. Oh my God, they put a bear on the branch with the cat. They're both on the same fucking branch. Oh, and that cat is fucking reacting like that's yeah, a bear. That cat oh, is Oh my not God, happy. that bear! Oh, oh that cat. shit! They both fell. Oh my God! Oh, oh my no, the cat's okay. The cat's okay, but the bear fell. That's no. Fun. It oh, cut wait, to another cat that was okay. Right. Yes. Yes. Correct. Oh, the seagulls, guys. This is the seagulls. This is this is the one I wanted to warn you about. God. So yeah, if you have sunk up at home, your Jeff Striker, Milo Notice, <laughs> be careful right now. Someone might someday sink up Milo Notice. No one's sinking up Jeff Striker. <laughs> but look at this cat. Look how pissed off this cat looks. It is like so scared, and these birds are flying over it. Look, it's freaked out. This is so fucked up. Watch this. Watch this. This is the, this is the shot. Watch them. They grab it and they throw it around. Watch this. This is fucked up. I have an orange tabby. This is hard to watch. Oh my god! This is the one I was talking about. They just threw that cat over the edge of the cliff. They just threw that thing off a cliff. This is why I mentioned Ari Aster, because that reminds me of Midsummer, where they fucking old people just jump off the cliff. Yeah, but they didn't throw humans off a cliff. They just digitally did it. I know. Now, now, this is the best part. Now they just cut to another cat. Oh, Swimming to the beach. <laughs> right, right. Oh my god. god. That other cat did not make it. That one no, that was thrown no, off the cliff. The one that was falling did not make it. Yeah, even this one, even this one's having a hard time. They threw that thing way out into the water. Yeah, and you can tell it's a different day because when it was thrown out of the water, it was like sky, it was blue. Right now, right, it's it sunny. Fuck. Now it's all overcast. God damn, man. God damn it. Japanese culture is, does not respect animal life. You know what really upset? I mean, I, I really am interested. But I'm glad Hiroshima happened. I'm not. Oh, I'm my. Not at all. <laughs> but uh, um, I love Japanese culture in a lot of ways. But at the same time, at things like The Cove, I saw that documentary and it fucked me up. Like, I was yeah, that, so fucked up after watching that's The That's traumatizing. Cove. Yeah, it's it's intense. I mean, I'll go Dude, Tate Pantieri. That I don't watch the go. She um, she's in that doc a few times. But uh, when they show the babies, dolphins trying to jump out of the water and they're bleeding, like they're clearly been like stabbed poorly. Like it's yeah, Corey's taking it's off been... his headphones because he doesn't want to. Like... <laughs> you don't want you want to hear about the cove either. Did he didn't want to. He didn't want you to spoil the cove. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. It's no, but seriously, it, I won't say exactly what happened, Corey. But like, it, it's it's bad. You do see really graphic images, and it's really fucked up. It's yeah, it's traumatizing. Yeah. People are horrible. Yep. Here's that bear again, or just a different bear. It's a different bear. All right, I got a question. Yeah. Um, we have a we have an election going on here. So, who is your favorite? Who are you voting screen? for? <laughs> who is no? Who is your on-screen favorite uh, president in a movie? Oh, in a movie, because I would say David Palmer. Oh, yeah, dude, easy. It's easy. It's Trump in Home Alone 2. He's not the president <laughs> in that movie. He's just... but he wasn't the president there. Wasn't he? You mean fictional president in a movie? Wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just your fictional president in a Maybe movie. Maybe Air Force One, honestly. Right. I was going to say, you got to go, what's his name? James Marshall? He's President Harrison Ford. He's President Harrison Ford, you're right. Oh, no, no. Give me Dave. Dave. Dave's good. Oh, Dave's not that good. I love Dave. Dave's fun. Thought it was boring. Dude, Dave's real. Melania Trump has a whole bunch of doubles or some shit. Yeah, this girl is... looks like her. <laughs> Dave is real. I don't know. I saw a couple of them. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Is that her? I don't know about that. That's interesting. This bear, by the way, probably killed a couple cats in this uh, in this cupboard. And Jeff's riding a horse. 
Oh my god, look at this. Wait, turn up Jeff. What is he saying right now? It's probably doing monologue. Oh yeah, this is the horse scene. Got some country music. I think we missed the monologue. A little bluegrass. Look, the oh, bear's yeah. eating the cat's hand. Did you see that shit? Hey, Holy crap. That was fucked up. Dude, they actually showed the bear eating the cat's hand. They don't fuck the horses. We established that. Yeah, yeah, we know that. We, we, no, the horses is there. Yeah. Horses in the background. Yeah, while well, they're fucking. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea about oh. what Jeff's doing here. This bear's about to. This bear's about to get the cat. You saw that, right? Everyone saw the bear had that cat's fucking hand in its mouth. <laughs> I did not notice that. No. Yeah, it did. It was pulling the cat out of that cupboard. This is like it's basically like what like the making of Roar, but with Roar, it was at least people who. Agreed yeah. to be put in the danger of being next to those, I guess, tigers or lions. Instead of oh, yeah, the, tigers, the cat did yeah. not consent to any of this. None of this, no. Right. Neither did the bear or the, the dog or the pig or the raccoon. Maybe oh, yeah. the camera crew. Doubtful. Let's get through. We, we're, we're already halfway. We're the halfway point. Oh, wait. Do we all finish? I'm still trying to think of a good president. My mind's not working. I can only think of like presidents from '90s movies, like. like <laughs> yeah, that's how I think too. '90s movies. Oh, dude, look at this! They have a snake in the tree with the cat now. What the fuck? This movie's moving, by the way. What? A, what a fucking movie! It's got a, it's got a nice clip to it. <laughs> wow, you're right. There's a snake in the tree dude, with the cat. There's a few cuts too. You'll notice the sky changes in this tree scene where they put a couple cats up there with the snake. Well, the snake is hunting the cat. It is. It's actively hunting the cat. You can see it. It's going after the cat. Yeah, it's not just I'm curious. Yeah, what, the cat the is not into, into the snake. And that's a, is that a venomous snake? snake? Do we know? I don't know what kind of snake uh, it is, honestly. We don't know what kind of... Yeah, I don't know snakes. I, I feel like if it was venomous, it would have killed the cat easily. Yeah, it would just it would have just struck the cat, and that would be it's it. It's probably a constrictor. I'm going to look up Japanese snakes. <laughs> okay, that was several different cats. Right. Oh, my God. So, yeah, how cuts. many cats fell? That was some cuts right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look up all the Japanese snakes yeah. to see if I can figure out what kind of snake that was. <laughs> Well, we should probably get through some more of this content was my point about mentioning the time frame. What content? <laughs> we have Ballard's cock two big questions, and I would love I want Corey's answers for the the would you rather's that we that the uh, Jackoff boys answered last time. Oh. Oh, all the same. It'll be ones. fun, Corey, don't worry. It's not scary stuff. All right. No, no, no. Oh, it might have been a rat snake. It may have been a Japanese rat snake. Are they poison? Okay. Are they venomous? I mean, no, rat snakes aren't poisonous. They, but they like they eat rats and shit like that. Um, so they're constrictors to some extent. That's all. You want to do your uh, Bowers cock two big questions? So for me, oh wait, wait, do, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll ask a few questions. I'll throw something in. Um, what was the question you wanted me to ask? Well, you have them all here in green. <laughs> okay, did they you, are written, one, they so are did you down. want one specific one though? No, no, just whichever ones you want to do. I think we should. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, mostly this was for, like, Andy and shit, I guess, realistically. But it was like, do you still listen to us regularly? <laughs> <laughs> I still listen to you, boys. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, you're always a few episodes behind, but you're all, you're always getting getting uh, close. I'm only, I'm, I'm only one episode behind now. Well, you know what happened on the last one. <laughs> Not yet. That's true. So, yes. So, technically, I'm all caught up. How Even about you, today. Corey? <laughs> put you on the spot well what's the last episode you listened to yeah the one where we talked about predator <laughs> um 
No, I, I I was for a while. Occasionally you would occasionally like Matt would mention me and I'd get freaked out like, Felt. oh shit, is this gonna be a bad story? So, <laughs> you want me to say that again with Fels so that you can use it? I've said Fine. that several times. Yep. Um I, anymore. <laughs> I think the last one I listened to was you talk you were talking about your favorite cars, so it's about uh, that was a while ago. That was with Andy. <laughs> I'm going to say that was the last time Andy was on. Yeah, that was Andy's oh, last episode, maybe. Yeah. Three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Ten years ago. Nice. All right. What, what uh, happened to Andy? Um, I, I don't good. know Andy, but yeah, I thought he know. was supposed to be on this thing tonight. He yeah, was. Yeah, he didn't show up. <laughs> he ghosted us, yeah. Yeah, he ghosted All right. Andy's good. He's got, he's, he's got a... I don't know what, how much I should say, but... Um, He's really good. <laughs> he's, doing really well. <laughs> he's, do, he's doing really well. Good. Uh, yeah. Good. That's, good. What, that's what we like to hear. Maybe we'll just beep this next section or I'll turn the audio up. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Andy. All right. Uh, good. Well, yeah, now, ask, ask you another Ballard. Uh, yeah. Too, not too big question. Um, or no, hang on. Uh, uh, Corey or Doran, do you guys have any other questions you want to ask? We can just go around in circles for a second. Um, I mean, I had questions that were uh, not movie related. They were Cool Boy podcast related. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Yeah, no, I wanted to ask, you know, just like how did the Cool Boys podcast start? Where did this? Where did the birth happen? How did it all become what it, the magical podcast that it is today? Watching Milo and Otis and Chet Stryker blowjobs. <laughs> no, that, that took a while. Yeah, it did. It, it uh, took a while till we watched gay porn. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You listen to the first few episodes and they aren't, they aren't, they are so different. And they're like, right. you know, obviously us trying to figure our, our footing. Um, and in a real, in a nutshell, I think I've spoken to this in the past, but in, in a nutshell, it was an idea that I came up with because I was like about to have my daughter and I was like, fuck, like. I just want to be able to make sure I can still talk to my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally it. And so then I, I reached out to a bunch of different people, like Andy and another buddy named Aaron and uh, Nolan. And I can't remember everyone on the list. Maybe You may have been on that list too, Doran. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah I was, yeah. And then, um, and then nothing ever really came to that. Like, two years went by. Right, and yeah. Then, I remember you asked about it, and then nothing really happened. Yeah, nothing like because I just didn't I didn't pull the trigger on it. And then I randomly was like on the thread with Nolan and Felk and we were talking about like how the thread felt like we were doing a podcast text thread. It was the it was the Oscars night. It was the Oscar night when uh, they took the Oscar away from uh, uh, La La Land and gave it to Moonlight. (laughs) And, And that whole night we were texting back and forth and you said something like we should be a podcast. Right. And so and then because I'd already had the conversation with Noli. It was like, you know, something that made sense. So I kind of reached out to Noli real quickly on the side. And I was just like, hey, should we just like mention this to Felk? Like, and like, he was like, yeah. And so then I was just like, cool. All right, let's do it. Like, and then so I mentioned it to Felk on the thread and Felk was like, that's a great idea. And then like, like within an hour, we had already locked down like an email, a SoundCloud account. Like it was Oh, like, there you go. Just like, it, it was yeah, like that fire. fast. Well, cause I, yeah, there I was like, go. I locked down accounts. I started locking down the accounts all in. Yeah. So we started looking into right away the cool boys. And, and the reason we chose cool boys is because of the uh, GIF at the bottom of the dock, um, where it was a joke in the thread where, you know, who wears a hat when having sex like that. And, 
cool boys do. I'm gonna tease you with that big and so boy yeah, yeah, that was it. And so that kind of was <clears throat> that was the naming uh, convention came up with cool boys, and the idea of the podcast in the end. And then we real quickly just did a test episode, which will be uh, the episode airs next week. Yeah. Um, and episode zero essentially, and and that was just Felk and I. And at, at that time we did that episode, we actually joked about how it would be funny if Nolan was actually gone by episode 200 and maybe we could release episode one after episode 100 and then episode zero, this episode, which was just Felk and I, after episode 200. And then little did we know, by episode 123, Nolan would have to quit the show <laughs> Nolan indefinitely. Nolan got sucked up into the quantum realm. Into the quantum realm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. And Andy's not here to ask what happened to Nolan, so I guess we will well, keep that and, a mystery. Well, Andy, actually, that was the one question he asked me as soon as he realized that uh, Nolan wasn't going to be on tonight's episode. He said, essentially, um, actually, I guess I'll just read it. Yeah. Um, and, Andy just said, uh, did it. Yeah. <laughs> find his text, find his text message. Text, text, text. Yeah. Find text. Is there some tragic story as to why Nolan is not on that email slash involved tomorrow? And I said, bring that question tomorrow night. It's perfect. And he said, okay, good. Then it's not tragic. Okay, done. And then he didn't show up tonight. Um, well, now we've got it. We've got well, now the you have the answer. So yeah, and then episode one twenty three. Uh, we lost Nolan, um, which is really funny because episode 121 is um, which cool boy gets snapped away from Thanos or by Thanos' snap. And Nolan is the cool boy that died in that episode. Falcon and I both survived the snap, but Nolan actually right. was snapped away. And then in episode 122, the Endgame spoiler cast, also what's funny about that episode 122, Endgame is episode 22 in Marvel. Anyways, so... Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Endgame spoiler cast. Nolan, yeah. uh, Doran, you were in that episode. Uh, yep. Nolan calls in from Amsterdam. Right, uh, I remember that. Yeah, and and we we joked about that being the quantum realm, and he never like came that. back from Amsterdam. And he never came back from the quantum realm, and he never returned. Yeah. So, and then we recorded an episode. It is forever lost. It's the true lost episode. Maybe it'll air after three hundred. Um, but it's a, an episode that was recorded in which uh, Nolan quit immediately after it was interrupted and then uh and then he sent us emails which was nice honestly be able to communicate with us and we still talk to nolan all the time of course yeah and then uh but after um 123 we really just kind of uh had to move on to the show without him and we just continued doing what we did uh falcon and i and bringing people on every once in a while whenever we could honestly i was i, I expected nolan to quit much much oh, earlier man. so <laughs> it wasn't really a surprise True. Yeah. I mean, there were a few times where it seemed like he may have quit earlier. There was like four episodes in a row without him. So, you know, there was there was a period. Yeah, there was a period. I mean, I mean, the reality in the end was um, that, that pug needs a jacket. He is very cold. Yes. Oh, my God. It absolutely really is. This is horrible to watch. This this fucking pug. gets so, so cold. Right here. There's a con reality and asshole going and, yeah, con and cock going into an asshole. So, yeah, I'm watching this pug in the snow and these guys just getting pounded by hay bales yeah with horses behind them yeah <laughs> with the horses just hanging out this is a horse in the background like two broke girls <laughs> the show i think yeah. was the best when it was three of us together kind of joking around and i think some of the best episodes is when it's three people because i always say three people's a party two people's a podcast four's an orgy um, four's an orgy baby that's what we're in right now 
But uh, yeah, so um, the show's vastly different now that Nolan isn't isn't on the show anymore and won't be on the show anymore. But uh, it, I mean, you know, we've turned it into our own thing as best as we could, and yeah. we're just continuing well, not giving a fuck. <laughs> well, hopefully he comes back. Come on, our seventy-seven back. episodes without him, I think we'll make it. Yeah. Uh, no, Nolan's. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I don't think Nolan's ever coming back. To be honest, I'm. I'm. I. I would love it if he came back, and the door is always open for him to come back, and he knows that. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, it, so. Hopefully, at least makes an. Hopefully, he comes back as a guest, if nothing else. But we'll see. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Absolutely. I would love that. One day. Right, well, let's ask because we have our guests here. You know. Oh. Do you have any more? Do you have any more? Uh, you want to ask the next one of these questions? Yeah. Or Corey, did you have another question? Um, they're generic. They're pretty generic. And, uh, sure. but do you guys have favorite moments or episodes? The two of you? Actually, that's a question I was going to ask you guys too. So I'll just, we'll just put that out to everybody. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't really think I can have a, a favorite. Um, but I do really like the Baywatch commentary. <laughs> really? The Hawaii, yeah. the Hawaii Baywatch wedding. Yeah, that that's a commentary that yeah, I've, wow. when I've I've re-listened to it, I've actually laughed my ass off. Like that that one has a lot going on in that episode, and um, it's really fun and it's a very visual movie too. And we're just talking about dinosaurs. No, we're talking about Baywatch. Dinosaurs was ba- uh, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's different commentaries. Yeah, um, and and bigger Luke. I really liked bigger Luke. I thought that was yeah, fun. That this was is fun. something this, yeah. I, now, now I need to ask because Corey, we've never mentioned. I've never even mentioned the movie to you, but like Ballard is obsessed with the, the motion picture film Baby Secret of the Lost Legend. Are you familiar yeah. with this? I don't think we've ever discussed this. Yeah, yeah, I think. No, I think we have. I have. I remember walking around video stores as a kid and seeing Baby. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful cover. But yeah, I'm not sure I've actually ever seen the movie. I really was fascinated by just the cover, the VHS cover. <laughs> it's great. Isn't there it, a, it, like, ew! Well, what the fuck is happening in Milo and Otis? Wait, I, what you wonder you're reacting to? Milo and Otis is just the uh, close-up of the cat. No, the cat the, no, the baby. Oh, another cat gave birth. This is a baby cat. That's not. That's not. That's not. Yeah. You missed it. We saw it come out as vagina, dude. Yeah, no, it it definitely birthed. <laughs> it breached. I thought you were yeah. reacting to Jeff Stryker. I, I didn't realize that. Dude, this this pug's about to give birth too. The, oh my god! You're Milo right. and Otis fucked these yeah. bitches. Oh my god! I can't give it out, babies. Look, Otis. Yeah, there it is. Secret of the Lost Legend. Oh my god! They cut away from that mom because they died. Ew! <laughs> this is worse than the cum on the chest. I'm gonna say there's a guy coming on another chest. Guys, I've seen birth in real uh, life twice, and I'm still grossed out by it when it's a dog and a cat. Uh, <laughs> the grossest process in nature. You know, it's amazing to see like coming on chest, and then also like babies being born. A baby like, being born. <laughs> what a juxtaposition! It's the full, it's the full genesis of everything. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. From from contraception to birth, it's all life. <laughs> and now that these two guys are petting the horse, that's what you do after you have sex. <laughs> yeah, you put your pants on, it, you keep your shirts off, and you just pet the horse. You pet the horse. Pet the um, horse is a metaphor, by the way. What? Petting pet the horse sexually. is a metaphor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, here they go making out. Uh, I'll bring it that's back. That's what you um, do. I after love you pet Baby the horse. Secret of the Lost Legend. I also grew up watching this movie all the time. So yeah, so does Andy. All of Ballard's friends are like really into Baby Secret of the yeah, Lost Legend. Yeah. yeah, we're not from Texas. We did. That's we just why. grew up with it. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just, it's just, it's nostalgia. So we got it. It's a California thing. 
Maybe. Yeah. They, we weren't allowed to yeah. watch Baby in Texas. Too much. <laughs> too much sex. Too many, too many deaths. I'm sure it was around. I wasn't living in California in the uh, late 80s or early 90s, and there was yeah. the Baby VHS at our my local video store. We, we were just all about it. 1985, wow. apparently. Yeah. I'm going to say, I remember seeing it as a little kid. Yeah. We watched it as a, as a commentary. It was a great commentary because I was just happy to be able to share it with Noli and Felk. Um, Ballad, have your kids seen Baby? Yes, absolutely. They loved it. <laughs> yeah, of course. I've, they probably probably more than once. Yeah, I figured I knew that already. No, uh, only once. They've only seen it once. But it was... Um, so there's two different kind of screenings in the home, right? So there's like... There's wallpaper screening where the movie's just on and everyone's doing something around the movie, right? And then there's like you sit down on a fucking couch and you turn off lights and you watch a movie, right? Baby was a turn off lights and focus and watch this fucking movie. So oh, you made they them, watched it. You made them watch every frame. Yeah. Look at they killed these fish. They froze them in the lake. They froze these fish in the lake. Those might just be frozen fish, though. (laughs) They might have gone to the supermarket and bought those fish. Okay, what would you rather do? Try to get fish out of a lake like that or suck dicks like this out of a fucking glory hole? I'd rather get fish out of a lake. That's a common thing. Are you sure? Are you sure? Oh, he's sucking on the foreskin. Foreskin? He's sucking the foreskin off of that. Oh, he sucked it off. It's gone. No, but he was trying to. Oh, oh my goodness! Can you he imagine? Was, he was yanking on it. We have to very accurately describe it for both the listeners and for Corey, apparently. Yeah, yeah. for Corey. Right. What we're watching right now is Otis the pug dying on a lake right now as he frees to death, and then they're going to cut away to a different dog <laughs> in a cave. In a cave. It's horrible. I hope these animals get their revenge someday. Yeah, they, they will. It's called Hiroshima and Nagasaki. We got revenge for them. Although that was presumably before that they was, filmed Milo and Otis. Well, that was well before Milo and Otis. Truman knew. Truman knew. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. <laughs> He's like, someday they're going to make a movie in which they're going to kill a bunch of pugs and fucking cats. This is the right call. <laughs> I was in this club. This guy went from cock to cock. He sucked Latino cocks, black cocks, white cocks. Yeah, dick to dick to dick. Oh, he'd spit on him, bite him, chew on him. Oh, and his ass just sat there waiting, teasing him because they all wanted him to back into the hole so they could fuck him. Oh, so they could ram them hard cocks in his mouth. And <laughs> his ass at the same time. Um, all right. Do you guys have favorite episodes or memorable episodes? You answered it, Ballard, but I didn't really hear him answer. Felk. Yeah, maybe I should ask that. When did this, like, why have I always called him Matt and you guys call him Felks? Because everybody at, at at place we used to work together just called me Felk, including a girl there I dated. She would call me that. Do you prefer that? No, I prefer Matt. I prefer my name. <laughs> but on this podcast, for a certain degree of anonymity, I've just gone by Felk. That's the same for Ballard. We didn't, I don't think we ever used to call you by, by Ballard. No, I just called him Ballard because everybody else did. Yeah, until yeah. we worked there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Felk, what are your favorite moments from the podcast? I mean, jerking yeah. off stuff is a really good episode because on a work night, I drank a bottle of wine. And yeah. Nolan and Ballard 
drink a bottle of wine like it's not a fucking thing, but my liver or body can't handle that. I don't drink very much. I mean, I no, 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 no. I was thinking about this the other day. How I'm drinking impressive. a bottle of wine right now. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm easily gonna finish this bottle tonight. I don't have. Um, a, I have a low tall. I am a cheap date. I am a slut when I drink too much. She's a slut. She's a slut. <laughs> I was going to say something along that line. Complete horse. What was the episode of where you spread your ass cheeks and put it on your TV? I have no idea. That would have been that another. Episode? That would have, that would have been one of the other bottle. That was the other bottle episode. That was, but that was probably yeah. One of them. You you just took down the bottle in thirty minutes or something. It well, because it was a competition. It was, it was a bottle yeah, challenge. It was, it was, yeah, because it was a bottle challenge. It was disgusting to watch. It actually was, okay, you get to listen to it. It's not that hard. I watched him do it live, and it was, like, painful to watch. I was like, dude, this is gross. He's pounding this bottle of wine Yeah, right don't now. do not do that. In about 15 to 20 minutes, I drank an entire bottle of wine because I was in a competition to see who could drink a bottle of wine first. So, of course, I'm just going to drink it first because I was like, well, it's just, it's just liquid. I mean, your body, your body can ingest. 750 milliliters of semi-thick liquid wine uh, pretty quickly but then about 15 minutes about, i don't know like five to 30 minutes later you, you're just going on this nightmare roller coaster oh yeah then you're yeah you're gone i, I was sweating and freezing Ugh. oh yeah and you kept telling me if i throw up that means they're retroactively lost so i had to keep it all in <laughs> you saw a competition and you established previously i am from fucking texas i you tell me i'm competing i will take that competition very seriously yeah clearly (laughs) you won absolutely and that's and that's felk's favorite episode what happened like four hours later yeah (laughs) yeah that's what i'm like what happened after the podcast uh if i drank a whole bottle of wine that would just be the worst night ever did you sleep at all that night I couldn't yeah. fall asleep that night, so I was exhausted. It was a horrible situation. And, and I woke up the next morning and fucking was still, I felt like I was still probably drunk, but I couldn't really tell. I have the worst hangover in the world is why I'm asking. So maybe maybe you wake up fine, but. No, I, t- I took like four Tylenol and I just didn't have a, uh, have a headache anymore. Yeah. I, dr- I, drug, I, get- I, I used drugs to get through it. I've blacked out a few times while recording and like I know I and you've texted me the next day and been like what did we talk about last yeah, night what did we talk about last night yeah and I know that doesn't sound good and I'm not like doing that like <laughs> I'm proud of it but like um usually after I get like that fucked up and like you know the episode will finish I'll usually run outside hop in the car puke a bit get to a puke in the car get, yeah get and we'll puke out of the car window and then I'll drive to like a, <laughs> okay, like a bill in the car to puke yeah, and then I drive to, like, a billboard, and then I'll walk along the billboard at night, you know, just standing up there, and I'll contemplate jumping off a lot. Like, I'll, I'll stand <laughs> Whoa. Where is this going? This took a, this took a turn. This took a turn. <laughs> I thought you were. Right. I thought where you were going with was like, here's how I responsibly cope with my hangover. Right. Like, I'll get in the car. I think about jumping off something. Rest in peace, Tony Scott. I stand I stand on the edge of a bridge, and I uh, look down and question what it would look like if my brains hit the water. I just because I mentioned Tony Scott, uh, it reminded me Corey. I, I mentioned the fact that I watched Crimson Tide, and what a like eye-opening experience that was to like be able to you know see a '90s movie again. And, and just like oh, the world was so fucking so much simpler. And of course, we cut in yeah. all the the. The horse talk from that movie, <laughs> bringing it back to yeah. Jeff Stryker. 
Because there's horses in that movie as well. Well, you never yeah. see the horses in Crimson Tide. They just talk about. They yeah, they talk about the horses. Yeah, Crimson yeah. Tide's a good movie. Good. Okay, question back to you guys though. Dorn and Corey, what are your guys' favorite episodes? Corey, uh, I, you probably stopped listening around cars. Um, that, pro- that that might be my favorite one, just because it was informative. <laughs> he, he, listened to it, he listened to his favorite episode and was like, "That's it, I'm done." I'm done. I'm done. I've hit the best. Yeah, I've hit know, the it's best. Like, it's, it's like the George Costanza episode. Like, you hit the peak, you walked out of the right. room. You went out on a high. <laughs> Good. Uh, I love all yeah, the uh, all the spoiler casts. I think those are fun. Um, I specifically will skip any spoiler cast for a movie I haven't seen yet. But once I see it, I go back and I. Uh, I oh, nice. Oh, well, then I have to I have to ask: Have you listened to the doctor's Doctor Sleep spoiler? Yeah, cast? no, I did. And where Ballard is on his deathbed. Yes. Yeah. I uh, it, <laughs> And somehow he makes it through the whole spoiler cast, even though, Felk, you try to throw in the towel a couple times. But <laughs> Yeah, no, I do. I step several times. Like, you should go no, to you do. Yeah, multiple times you're like, we can't record. You are dying right now. But which he was. You should definitely, you should, from, Corey, you should listen to that audio. episode. At least the first 30 minutes, we don't even talk about Dr. Sleep. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bauer just talks about his entire, his, 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 he's the fact that he's dying from food poisoning, <laughs> from eating a burrito he left in his car for six hours. Oh, no, yeah, it was yeah. not that After long. a barbecue, yeah, he bought a, he bought Taco Bell just in case the barbecue didn't have enough food. <laughs> <laughs> and sit back a burrito, and then you eat the burrito after the barbecue that's been sitting in your you car for an hour. Did half. tell me about this? It's probably the hardest I've laughed in, in a while. <laughs> it's funny until you hear him actually like dying from this. No, it's 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 like it's kind of similar to Mal and Otis, where like I like I, I feel bad for this. I don't want to like. I right. felt bad here. I felt bad for him. Uh, yeah. Well, spoiler, he yeah. ended up okay. But <laughs> during that, during recording that episode, I was like, "Are you sure? You seem like a, you should be getting medical assistance, and yet you are podcasting uh. about a eh, B minus Stephen King adaptation." <laughs> yeah, really. I like the movie. It's not. I mean, it no, it's good. a good movie. It, it wasn't good. great, but it was good. Yeah, it's nice. I thought we had some informative shit. We talked about it in a good way, I thought. (laughs) You know, you did. You actually had a good spoiler cast. (laughs) Even though you're just hanging on. I took a few breaks, though, man. I don't know how long the actual recording was, because I I took a few breaks where I was, like, shitting (laughs) for a while on the toilet. Yeah, you had to take your breaks. I mean, every every time I was like, is this episode going to end? Like, is is he coming back? Right. Yeah, that was fun. Well, he, that was nice. But, but at least you'd already gotten the majority out, so your shits were quick. Well, other than that spoiler cast, Dorn, any other spoiler cast that uh, rang true to you? Um, I mean, I, I'm partial to the Justice League spoiler cast because that was my first episode with you guys, and that yeah. was fun just because it was a terrible movie, so we all just, <laughs> yeah. you know, ragged on it. But uh, I think I hear it three stars or three boys <laughs> at a time. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, my opinion has dropped since then. Yeah, I'm going to say, I feel like it's dropped. I feel all of our boys have dropped since then. I think I gave it like two, t- maybe, or 1.5. Yeah, even with time, it's dropped. Um, yeah, I don't know. All the spoiler casts are fun just because you guys are actually, you know, engaged in one particular topic, one movie. Yeah. And it's something, and it's something new and exciting that we've all just seen, so. You know. Yeah, it's kind of like in the moment, it's in the zeitgeist. Right, right. 
Um, something, Dorn, you were part of uh, a spoiler cast for us, Black Panther, and we yeah. talked so much about T'Challa and how much we love Chadwick's portrayal of T'Challa. Um, uh, I guess we Chad. really haven't uh, had much of a comment. Oh, wait, did we talk to you about T'Challa before? We did. Oh, oh man, baby. We had yeah, a conversation We discussed him quite a bit in that episode. You guys both had Chad on your list, yeah. Dorn's right. appearances okay. on our show have weirdly buckened uh, Chadwick Boseman's that's true. Life in, in the public. I mean, he was obviously alive before he made Black Panther, but he wasn't no, super he wasn't. famous. Uh, and, and then, of course, Doran happened to come on our show very shortly after he died, unexpectedly, not from COVID, but from cancer. Rest in peace. Yeah. Very sad. Um, Poor Chad. Well, never mind then. And then on top of that, Doran, you've also been involved in our Justice League uh, spoiler cast, which was, you know, in a lot of ways. We talked a lot about the Snyder Cut then, and this was very early on when no one knew this existed. And we, we've always kind of been following Justice League prior to that. Uh, even episodes zero and one have our heavy conversations about Justice League. In fact, episode zero is a talking about my fan edit of Man of Steel BVS um, um, uh, that I put together along with uh, another fan edit version of those Man of Steel BVS Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad. And yeah, it's uh, a good edit. It's a good edit. You've seen it. Yeah, Dorn, you've seen it. Corey, I watched seen it, it too. I watched it too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Everyone will hear Felk's opinion about it next week, literally, because we talk about it for about 40 minutes yeah, next yeah. week. But, um, Dorn, what do you think of it? No, I was going to say, yeah, for Cool Boy Nation, it's like the end of uh, Man of Steel, where the big attack's happening in Metropolis, downtown, and there's all the, the, the destruction. And then it, you kind of cut it in with the beginning of BVS with uh, yep. Bruce Wayne sort of running into the rubble and kind of being there in Metropolis yeah. when all the craziness is going down. I also cut um, Man of Steel chronologically. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You remove all the kind of flashbacks, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of uh, you've done that with the uh, with the MCU as well. You've made a chronological version. Yes. Of uh, each phase. Of each, each phase, phase of, yeah, of each individual phase. Uh, yep. Yeah. No, it's well done. Uh, it's fun to watch it that way. It's just, it gives you a different angle. We've posted it on Spank Bang a few times. Spank Bank, yeah. Well, you can, yeah, you can do that. And uh, it gets taken down. Keeps getting deleted. Down. <laughs> Copyright <Yeah>. infringement. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I cannot I cannot post any version of, of my Supercut. Uh, I call it the Absolute Justice League, and I'm still waiting for the Snyder Cut to be attached. I watched to it. a lot of movies off Spank Bang. I just got to say, like I, I watched. That's how I. I don't know why are they coming after us. I know. I, I, I watched yeah, Harley Quinn. That's how I watched it. It threw it up on my home theater PC, and it's like, oh, I'll watch the Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn or whatever it's called. Uh, that's why I watched Underwater, starring uh, Kristen Stewart. You know, was in the Seymour Cassell. How was that? I actually liked it. It was. It's. I mean, it's weird because it's like a knockoff of Leviathan, which is a knockoff of Alien, but underwater. And under and underwater is just Leviathan. But it was. Right. You know, it was. It was competently directed. So yeah, and it's weird. So then we post scenes like you know sections of movies, or we post the Justice League Snyder cut recut with the actual Junkie XL audio or music score taken down, and, <laughs> and it gets taken down, and so everything gets taken down off our Spank Bang. But we get these followers through Spank Bang, which is weird. <laughs> like people like will become like, hey, I want to be a member of the Cool Boys, and then I don't know, maybe they listen to the podcast. If you've ever found us through Spank Bang, I would be very interesting to know that. So. Email us. It's the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. 
I don't want to get. I don't. I don't want to dive too down, too far down this rabbit hole. But do you think the uh, the Snyder cut's gonna be good? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I assume it'll be better than Justice League. But is it gonna? Yes. Yeah, but but do you assume? Yes, I think it's gonna be good. Because Justice League wasn't good. Oh, Justice League was also Joss Whedon. I think significantly. I, I understand you're gonna repaint this picture, but yep. But well, here's the other it, thing. The Justice League that Zack Snyder was, I've said this in, in one of our episodes about Man of Steel or BVS. I think maybe BVS, spoiler cast. Um, but I think the BVS spoiler cast is maybe one of my favorites too, actually. That's but, a good one. Um, the, I, think, I really do think that what's going to happen now and it's, is that not only is Zack Snyder going to reshoot the scenes he was planning to reshoot anyways. You think he's, he's actually going to reshoot? Oh, he is reshooting. He's already in the process of reshooting. But like, oh I, thought, oh, I thought they said there was no reshoots, but oh no, maybe I'm mistaken. There's, there's, they just today so I read what? news about so, the reshoots. So Cavill and Affleck, some people, not and, everyone. Okay, okay, it's not everybody, but some right. people are are being involved in reshoots, and just um, some of the conversations they've had about reshoots specifically, it sounds like they're reshooting the stuff they plan to reshoot. And they're reshooting more. And my and my theory is the reshooting more. <laughs> okay, we shouldn't talk about Justice League. No, we shouldn't. But my theory That's why is I the said re- I don't want to go too far down this road. No, road, but, no. But, but the reshoot, you can't. You I, can't even. You can't even see the word justice. I know. If I mention it, close to the word sudden, league or battle, we'll start fucking it, We're gone. We're it. gone. Here's what I'll say. I do wonder some of the reshoots that are happening are mainly to make it into episodic form. No, well, because no, no, they're no, doing no. what four one-hour episodes. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, but okay. they will release it later as a Blu-ray too, as one complete movie. So that's With the version I'm going to buy. Four-hour movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll move on from Justice League before we get too caught up. I, I like when you guys talk about that stuff, kind of like Dorn was saying, <laughs> just because I don't know anything about comic book movies, so it's a good, uh, good way, Seat good belt. place for me to start. <laughs> he doesn't even listen to our show. <laughs> Good place. It's like a good place for me to start, or after I've seen the movie, to hear what you guys have to say, and I can make sense of it. I, because I know zero right. about. Corey and I saw Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises together. Let's, I'll give him that. And we saw The Dark Knight with Michael Roker, so that's extra credits. <laughs> I saw The Dark Knight with Dorn for sure. I did yeah. not see The Dark Knight Rises with Dorn. I remember being sad about no. that. But I don't know <laughs> if we saw Batman Begins together. Did we? Uh, I don't think so because I think it would have we been both, Santa Cruz. I think I think we were both still in college. So yeah. Um, wait, wait, Corey. So what movie? What kind of movies? Back, back. You know, way back in the normal days. What back when we were allowed movie? to see movies. <laughs> yeah, back when the theaters were open. What kind of movie would drive you to the theater? Because I know for the rest of us, uh, we would definitely go see an MCU movie or some sort of superhero movie. Like that would that would bring us to the, our bus. Star Wars. Seat. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars would bring us to the our butts to the seats in the theater so Corey, what, what what do you like oh if this if this kind of movie comes out i'm seeing it well i'm not like a film snob or anything anything really just i don't care if it's star wars or a woody allen movie i just like seeing movies in the theater but i don't think a lot, a lot of people did you see a lot of movies in the theater not as much in the past few years just because i think movies have gotten worse and yeah. uh uh, now I, I tend to like uh, uh, watch, just sort of catch up on movies that I haven't seen, rather than that movies that came out like 20, 20 or thirty years ago, or even more. You've been watching a lot of movies from like the eighties and nineties, and why not? I started following your following your lead, honestly, because you you seem to be mentioning. Uh, I can't even remember the last one you mentioned to me that I should definitely watch. 
Uh, but uh, I watch like a lot of old movies because uh, of your inspiration. Crimson Tide, we mentioned. I watched Cat People, which I'd never seen because I know it was the inspiration for Neon Demon. And I wanted to see it. Also, Ooh. Paul Schrader is a somewhat good filmmaker. <laughs> but yeah, you, you've been watching all these older movies. Some of them on Netflix, I assume. Um, yeah, no, I don't have a category. I just, I like movies, but I never really got into comic book movies. Yeah. Um, not against them. I just, uh, yeah, nothing wrong with throwbacks either. Just throwing it back to some old gems. Well, speaking about spoiler cast, guys, what is your favorite type of spoiler cast? Like a mainstream or indie? Or do you like movies or TV show spoiler cast specifically? Did either of you listen to our spoiler cast for season one of Euphoria? Yeah. Or The Witcher? No. no. I haven't seen either one of them. But Mandalorian? I listened to that. Actually, one of my favorite segments of all time on The Cool Boys is, is Noli's, was, is Felk's reading of Noli's Mandalorian season one review. <laughs> May I say your your favorite version ever ever a segment of that show ever is Felk's reading of Noli's letter with Ballard's edit. <laughs> Correct. There's definitely some editing involved. I figure, there. I figure there's some influence. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, then there's that, also homophobia because it's coming from Nolan. <laughs> But Felk's reading it for about a minute and a half. And he's like, "Then there's no mention of Star Wars." And he's like, "This is he's like this is this is his review of the, the Mandalorian." See, that's the thing. That's the ingredients of what Cool Boys was so great was that Noldy, Felk, and Ballard, the three of us combined, yeah. uh, like made this nice meal. Like it was a great set of ingredients. Yeah. And now it's like a it's like an MRE. Basically, it's like a meal ready yep. to eat kind of like. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just add water. Yeah. Yeah. Felk's the meal, and just add water's me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh Nolly's the sweet dessert. Yep. Okay, so um but okay, so out of TV shows and movies, the answer is obviously more movies. Um but would you guys prefer movies or indies? What I mean, when you listen to us. I guess what I mean by that is like indies like Firestorm It'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, we do the commentary of Firestorm, Corey. Are you familiar yes. with that movie starring Howie Long? I've never heard of that movie. It's amazing. Fucking movie from so, 1998. Yeah. So I've never seen the movie, but I listened to the spoiler guest. Well, it was directed by it was directed by Dean Simler, who's the cinematographer of Dances with Wolves and Apocalypto. So it looked really good. But Howie Long, of course, cannot be a movie star. No, it, it did look beautiful. And we watched it because fucking California was on fire. Yeah, especially nearby, <laughs> nearby my home. <laughs> yeah, you needed Howie. Um, you needed Howie to save you. So yeah, I mean, blockbusters, Dorm, What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I like, I like the well, both. I like both, but I think the blockbusters I like more just because that's something new and it's exciting. But uh, I don't mind if you guys do a a Firestorm or something like that. Like I listen to it, yeah. even though I have never seen Firestorm, but I knew what the movie was. I remember seeing ads for it with Howie Long, but I uh, never saw the movie. But I still enjoyed the spoiler cast. Hollywood tried to make Howie Long an actor. Twice. Yeah. Well, have you talked about Baby? Have you done like a full show oh, dedicated? Yeah. Oh, oh boy, you're not familiar with our our, our library, as I, I see. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did a commentary of Baby. They did a live commentary, right? It's a perfect segue. So Corey, perfect segue. Baby was a commentary. A commentary <laughs> is more like a watch along. 
and a watch along is kind of like a commentary. I always feel like you watch it cause you're going to get information, but a watch along is more like you just turn it on and let people talk during your movie. Well, that was so, fine. Well, that was firestorm. Firestorm was a come along baby. We did a commentary. Oh, hold, too. On. hold on. This is it. This is the ending. Yeah, oh, this is the end of, yeah, of Jeff Stryker. Two sex to that burning desire that I got when I watched all of these men these flashes through my mind of the different scenes, different groups, different men, different encounters, having sex, driving me to a point that I got to have it all the time. Oh, I need it. Yeah, I need it now. Well, I think you got enough for your story, but I don't have enough for my burning desire. I can shoot movies. I can fuck the hottest, hottest fucking men around. But I can't stop this desire, this insatiable appetite. Oh, I like it hard. Well, okay, back to baby, guys. That was so beautiful to see Jeff Stryker finish off that statement. He's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Stryker. So, yeah, back to baby. We did a commentary, but here's a question I'll, I'll pose to you guys. Are the commentaries even worth it? Does anybody sync it up? <laughs> Nobody syncs it up, but I feel like it's an easy way no. for us to record because we have something. Uh, it's yeah. like having a third person on the podcast, basically. All right. Well, Felt, you don't answer. That's yes, true. Because <laughs> I'm going to say no. on the show. No, I've never synced it up, but... Uh-oh. But honestly, when you guys released the baby series of the Lost Legend, I had just watched it like a week or two before. So, oh, okay. I, and I've seen the movie many times from my childhood. So, I knew, so when you when you when I so I was able to follow along when you were like subscribing scenes. I was like, oh, I got it. I know this. And same with Fair Game. When you guys did one for Fair Game with uh, Cindy Crawford, I was like, oh, I've mm-hmm. seen that movie so ah. many times that I knew what scenes you were talking about. I've only fast forwarded through fair game. That was, yeah, that was exciting. Just to get to the train scene. That was a difficult one for me because I felt personally assaulted a little bit because uh, Ballard and <laughs> no one thought it was like a legitimately good movie, a like good an action movie. movie. I also would only fast forwarded it's through it to see Cindy Crawford's brief. It's an action movie. It's great. It's not great. It's great. Billy Baldwin. <laughs> it's better than Firestorm. Hold on, let me find the Jeff. I watched some Bill, some Billy recently. I watched Sliver. Yeah, yeah, that's another, so good. that's another good Billy. Mm. Billy B. I'd never seen Sliver. it before. That was another one that I fast forwarded. Oh yeah. Through. That, oh, you you had never seen it before, but you still fast forwarded. Well, no, it was just I wanted to see Sharon Sharon Stone nude in, oh, in yeah. Sliver. Yeah. Oh my God! Or but you, what you get is you get Sharon Stone nude, and then you get Billy's butt as he oh, walks this, into frame. Oh, is this when she gets launched into the into the water? <laughs> oh, there's the Jeffy. <laughs> uh, I, I, no, I thought that was a dummy, but no, you're right. That's a stunt woman. That yeah, I'm pretty sure her legs broke. That <laughs> look at her legs fling. Oh my God! Oh my God! Right, is this that's fair a person. Game? Yes. It's fair game. That's, that's Cindy Crawford being blown off her balcony. Her character. <laughs> that's yeah, obviously a stunt double. Yeah. So, Ballard, I think it was over the summer that you mentioned that uh, that you thought Basic Instinct was a near-perfect movie. It is so good. I love it. 
So you encouraged me to go back and rewatch. I was like, you know, because that was one of those movies that I fast forwarded for just Sharon Stone. No one scenes. watches it. Nobody watches that movie. It's so good. No, no, I rewatched it. Look, it's not. I'm not going to agree with you. That's a near perfect movie, but it wasn't <laughs> bad. I enjoyed it. I was like, hey, this is not a bad movie. It's pretty the car it's chase. Pretty, the it's car pretty chase. Same. I rewatched it two weeks ago. You did? You watched it two weeks ago? Yeah, and I have the same history with it that everyone does. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I. I just watched it for the nudity for a while. And then a few years back, I watched the whole thing. And I think, I also think it's a great movie. A very good movie. Jerry Goldsmith's score is great. I yes. love, yeah. uh, yes. it's a trashy and steamy movie in all the right ways. Yes. In yeah, ways yes. that it's but just it like a trashy, smart adult thriller. And to answer your question, Doran, that's the type of movie I, li- I would like to see now- nowadays. But I love that. Yes. They yeah. don't make enough sex movies anymore. There you Erotic go. Oh, thrillers. Yes, yes. Erotic thrillers are gone. Here's the thing about Basic Instinct for me. So Basic Instinct is like Jaws. Why is it like Jaws? Jaws is a trashy B movie made by a fucking master. Basic Instinct is a trashy B movie made by a master. It is just as good as Jaws. Now, Jaws is a better film. For me, I like Jaws more. But Basic Instinct is on that same level. Yeah. Where it's just like, this is a completely masterful take on this genre of trashy erotic for Verhoeven doing Hitchcock basically it is yeah a, it is it's, it's very great. Hitchcocky but it's good yeah, it's, it's a it's good all movie heightened reality and there's nothing yes. everything is so real I don't know what that word means anymore and yeah, everything's no. just so realistic now and it's like I don't don't necessarily need realism in my movies I like a little bit of heightened Yes. It's a San Francisco that still has men in it, too, like heterosexual men. <laughs> I know lots of men in San Francisco. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> we don't put women nude naked in movies anymore. I mean, I saw Under the Skin in theaters just to see ScarJo naked, and she's naked for maybe eight minutes. That's our house naked. That's our house naked. And and we don't do that, like, super sexual erotic thriller anymore. You haven't. We haven't had one of those in fucking forever. Color of night. But like we haven't had. I mean, you keep talking about that fucking Alexander Daria movie that'll never come out. Love and other stuff. Look, I've seen it. It's out. It's out. I have it. Yes. How did that not become a thing? Can you do you have it? Share it. (laughs) Can I share it? (laughs) I want to see it. How is it? How much does you show? Um, uh, No puss. Uh, you see more puss in True Detective than you do ever in her thing. It's a lot of ass and a lot of tits, and it's a lot of like her just being in really precarious positions and situations. We've covered how uh, Ballard and, of course, Nolan felt about Alexander Daddario. Uh, Dorn and Corey? Oh, oh, five boys for me. Ten. Ten out of five. Yeah, ten, ten boys for me. Alexander Daddario is just about the best, about the best it gets. Dorn watched We Summon the Darkness this week or or this uh, yeah, we 31 did. Nights. I did. Yeah. Um, it was an okay movie, but she looks pretty hot in it. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, how about you? She's per- Yeah. I didn't even know who she was until Felk mentioned her. And then um, when I Googled her, yeah, whatever the highest ranking is for your scale, she's that. She's perfect. Well, we should, we should, I think we should do more of the, the would you rather. <laughs> Guys, 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 I just have one quick question before our boners get fabulous. Uh-oh. Would you rather fuck butt 
or butt fuck. <laughs> when the Jackoff Boys hacked their network, they did Would You Rathers. But I kind of gave, but, but I think uh, Joey gave answers similar to mine. Uh, but I would like to get Corey's answer, or at least some of, at least a couple of those, not all of them. And of course, do, do some more ones. Um, pull them up. Would you rather have anything go sex with Alexandra Daddario once a month or yes, a crazy yes. one night stand with Yvonne Stravosky? Daddario, obviously. Um, yeah, I think we got that one last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, no brainer. Alexandra Daddario. But that seems very interesting to other ep- uh, to last week's episode's answers from three other boys. But uh, Corey, Corey, I don't know answer? who the second girl is. Chuck, Chuck. She was on Chuck. Chuck girl. Okay. She's in the Handmaid's Tale or the Handmaid's Tale. Is she? I don't. I've never watched that. Is it good? It's disturbing. Oh, okay. I would go with I Alexandria. Would you rather a passionate cowgirl and come on chest with Brie Larson or Elizabeth Olsen? Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen, but uh, Brie, I, I like I like Brie. I like the idea Brie's, of Brie. Brie's so attractive, but uh, Elizabeth's got her. Would you rather a night of pussy cream pie with <laughs> Scarlett Johansson or Margot Robbie? Oh, Scarlett. Yeah, still Scarlett. Okay, yeah. Margot's hot. Don't get me wrong. But Scarlet. Corey. Pussy cream yeah. pie, Corey. <laughs> Pussy, Pussy cream pie. pie. <laughs> Think about it. Oh, Scarlet's perfect. Yeah, she's perfect. Yeah, for that one, I'm going to go Scarlet. But there is a different one that we're going to review uh, next. So would you rather join a cream pie gangbang with Scarlett Johansson or Margot Robbie? Oh, okay. Those Margo, because based on those photos, yeah. Based on these photos, based on these photos, I go Scarjo. But based on reality, I go Margo because she's Australian. Yeah, Australians are better at taking gangbangs. That's right. Explain I, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when you live down under with koalas, yeah, all you have is orgies. <laughs> all, you have, okay. all, you, all you have are gangbangs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'd still I'd stick with Scarjo still for that one. Would you rather bend over for rough anal, Haley Steinfeld or Haley Atwell? Haley Atwell. Oh, Haley Atwell. Good God, yes. I love Haley Atwell. Well, that is a good photo of Haley Steinfeld, though, I have to say. <laughs> that, that is, is a good, good yeah, yeah, that, that is, is a nice, nice photo. photo. I, I go ha- Atwell, Haley Atwell. Oh, honest. Haley Atwell any day. Haley Atwell mm. is all woman. Corey, how about you? Yeah, Haley Atwell. I'm assuming this because they're both named Haley. <laughs> Now, boys, this one's for the folks in the room. <laughs> okay. Would you rather ruthless mouth fucking with drooling and crying? Oh, God. <laughs> and crying? <laughs> this is getting better. Aggressive. With Amelia Clark or no. Taylor Swift? Okay, Ooh. obviously I'm going with Taylor Swift. That's not even fucking a competition. <laughs> I think based on just celebrity status alone, I'm taking Taylor. Yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Based on the photos they're providing, I have to go TS. Yeah. I'm not I'm not really into Amelia Clark. Amelia! 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 Would you rather rough doggy style anal with Zoe Saldana or L Fanning? Oh, Zoe. 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 Mm-hmm. 
yeah. I'm not into Ellie at all. Yeah, I've said this before that my problem with the Neon Demon is that Elle Fanning is so much less hot than either of the two girls who are jealous of her. One of whom is in Mad Max Fury Road. I don't remember her name. And the other one was on uh, some fucking uh, show. She was in um, she was in Dark Shadows. Yeah. But, OK, she was also uh, Bella Heathcote. She was also in The Man in the High Castle season two. And yeah, they're both so much hotter than Elle Fanning. It just doesn't work for me. So yeah, Zoe's all done in this case. Zoe. I prefer to fuck her green if possible. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to fuck a Navi. Oh, you went blue. See, I went Gamora. That's interesting. I went Colombiana. This is oh, her. <laughs> oh, you went. I know. <laughs> I just went you went actual. You would not want to fuck her as a Navi. You realize she'd be nine feet tall. That would be pretty fun. And you'd be I fucking her hair. That's exactly why I'm picking it. You fuck that ponytail, dude. That ponytail pussy is so sweet. It's so good. Can you imagine eating out ponytail pussy? You just shove that ponytail in your mouth. I don't even uh, want to think about it. <laughs> it's like sucking a dick. That's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm eating this pussy. <laughs> all right. Ooh, here's an interesting one, guys, to end tonight on. Okay, last one. Would you rather a night full of passionate anal cream pies... With Emma Stone, Margot Robbie, or Jennifer Lawrence. That's so fucking tough. Ooh, Margot Robbie. I've never actually come in an asshole before. Really? No, I have, actually. I mean, they're all good choices. Jennifer Lawrence is pretty damn hot, but Margot Robbie, come on, it's the Australian. I'm going to have to go with my heart and go with Emma Stone, because I feel like she'd give me the best GFE, best girlfriend experience. Yeah. (laughs) That's a tough one, yeah. though. I mean, that, that, there, there is no way that's a bad night. You know, that's a, no, there's no there's no bad night there. It's a memorable mm-hmm. day. I go, Margo. Felk, you're going, Emma. Corey. Jennifer Lawrence. <gasps> good, oh, good, good, my good gosh. So I think J-Law's probably got the fattest booty, and that's the only difference I can imagine between the amazingness between all three of them, that at least having the fattest booty would be best. So I'm going to go J-Law. Yeah. What? That was my reasoning. But still, Margot Robbie will let you come in her ass all night. Yeah, she's the most likely in real life to like be a down with that, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What have they done lately? Nothing because of COVID. <laughs> I mean, Margot Robbie's yeah. in the Suicide Squad sequel the, called The yeah. Suicide Squad. Emma yeah. Stone's pretty busy, but J-Law hasn't done anything since what? Dark Phoenix? Or Red Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. That was a hot movie. She is naked in Red Sparrow. Yeah, she does. Mm. Yeah, she does. I saw Good. it in theaters just to see that. I fucking watched that goddamn movie, The Favorite, just because I knew Emma Stone's tit was briefly in it. I fucking hate that movie so much. It is borderline unwatchable. I was going to say, I've seen that. I don't even remember her tit. It's 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 like a seven second shot. It's I mean, it's oh, no. Yeah. okay. I walked out of the um, the guy who directed that he did. The movie The Lobster before that, I walked out of that. I was like, this is such a pretentious oh, the movie. Wasn't bad. <laughs> I hated The Lobster. I liked The Lobster. It was okay. Yeah. Wasn't I, great. I get it, definitely, it was definitely pretentious as fuck. Yes. <laughs> for sure. But I really miss being able to go to Red Lobster. <laughs> mm. Every Thursday, Red Lobster. <laughs> Corey, let's look into going to a Red Lobster sometime soon. I'm down. <laughs> That's a different movie. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't be possible to, I know it's late, to book a table at this hour, would it? <laughs> it doesn't even go like that in the movie. I know, I have it so wrong, but I like my version better. It's great. 
Dorcia. Um, yes, I know it's a little late, but is it possible to reserve a table for two at 8 or 8.30, perhaps? Well, cool boys, I don't think you can get a more topical would you rather than that. Time to move on to our cool boys monster squad or Corey, this will be real fast. Ballard's wanted to do this since fucking episode That's one. Fine. Let's do it. Let's do what do you mean since episode one? This is our weekly segment we talked about back in episode one. Yeah, segment since episode zero, actually, I guess. Knows one. We've only done it once. We only did it once. <laughs> and then we abandoned it. Because no one yeah. didn't want to do it. And also I thought this was, you know. It's stupid. How much could you really do? But do it. Um, we got, we, this is episode 200. Yeah, so 200. 200 episodes later, we're finally doing it again. So the first time it was Monster Squad or Goonies. Noli picked Goonies. Ballard picked Goonies. Felk picked Monster Squad. But guys, I positioned to you the question of Monster Squad or the never-ending story. Monster Squad. I'm going to pick no Monster question. Squad again, too, yeah. Never Ending Story was too homoerotic for me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved that. It was the best. <laughs> Have any of you guys read The Never Ending Story? No. no. It's an amazing book, but the book is uh, only, the movie, excuse me, only covers the first act of the book. The book is much longer than the movie. Really? Yeah, the 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 book the book is way longer. Dorn, I feel like we should do a, a fucking never-ending story spoiler cast, and you should be on that episode and and enlighten us about the movie and the oh, book. Oh, the 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 movie really only covers the first act. What happens? You have a, like a sandwich when you're reading the book. The book <laughs> is the book is really good. <laughs> I, I, I highly recommend the book. The book is really good. When I read the book, I was like, wait, I'm almost I'm almost at the end of the movie, and we're I'm only. A third of the way through the book. Call my name. Anyway, Monster Squad's my answer. I can't hear Call My Name without thinking of Call Me By Your Name. I love Call Me By Your Name, too. It's such a good movie. It really is. Never saw it. I loved it. Luca Guadagnino is a (laughs) great, great director. You need to fuck the boy more. (laughs) Luca Guadagnino. (laughs) Army, fuck the boy. (laughs) It's Army Hammer, um, right? Army Hammer and um, Timothy. Apparently, for the audition scene, though, Luca asked Army and Timothy to kiss uh, so they could be comfortable. Yeah, I'm audition. sure that was really awkward for those two completely straight men. Dude, Felk, apparently this is what happened. They got so into the kissing <laughs> that Luca Guadagnino walked away and they just kept kissing. And they were <laughs> and he was, like, he came back three hours later. They were fucking. Yeah, like he was off getting a peach somewhere. All right. Well, I think we need Corey's answer for Monster Squad or Never Ending Story. I don't uh, Never Ending Story, just because I don't, I'm not too familiar with Monster Squad. It's okay. It's not great. It's super good. It's really great. I'm going to go Never Ending Story also, even though I watch Monster Squad annually. Um, Never Ending Story is just, it's got more drama to it, it's got more stakes. Wolfman's got Nards is, is a lot, but it's not enough. It's not as much as a Treyu losing, you know, Artex. I'll I'll yeah. mention that I'll mention in the book that scene is not as intense as it is in the movie. Oh really? He kind of goes, "Oh my do- oh my horse died, whatever," and just moves on. He moves on to the third. Really, the- it's really it's really not nearly as dramatic as it is. In the and movie. then he moves on to a turtle scene. <laughs> the turtle That's scene it. does not happen in the book. It really does it. What? That's one of the greatest uh, well, scenes. It, in the movie. I mean, it, it well, it does it does, but he doesn't have a cold, and it's not not nearly as in. 
the same as the movie. Okay, so for the movie, my kids are very well versed as much as they can be for their age on like special effects. They're very young, but they understand special effects and makeup a lot. When we watch Atreyu talk to a giant turtle, my kids do not understand how that's real. Yeah. Because they, because uh, it, it, it's not CGI. It's not CGI. No, it's all puppeteering. But it is rear projection. It's weird. It's matting or something. I'm not sure what it is. It's, sure it's what a it puppet, is. and then you use lenses, like not tilt shift, but whatever the equivalent to make it, like miniature lenses, macro lenses, to make it look big. Yeah. He does, he does talk to the turtle in the book, but he does not have a, a cold. These hands. These Huns. <laughs> that also does not happen in the book. Oh, it's sad. Really? I mean, the Rockbiter, the Rockbiter's in the book, but it's not. He's a very tiny character. So, like, you just keep saying, remember that good thing in the movie, that Rimbrel thing in the movie? It's not in the book. <laughs> over and over. No, no, the book, no, the book does it better. Really? Is the wolf in the book? Yeah, the wolf is definitely in the book. The, bo- the wolf's a big character. Um, how, how he meets, how he meets uh, Falcor is a, it's a much more intense, amazing scene. Really? Yeah. So you're saying someone should remake this movie? You should read it. He's caught up in a big, a giant spider, and the spider's gonna kill, kill Atreyu, and then the Falcor comes in and saves him from the spider. It's it's pretty amazing. I would honestly like to see a Peter Jackson type remake, uh, Neverending Story, then, and follow the book more. I think the one we got is perfect. Yeah, I love the Neverending Story. Like when you look back at movies like that, it's like. It's the the fact that they ha- use the effects they had, or just the, the just German cruelty to fucking drown a horse yes. in tar. Never ending story had tits in it. had It had sculpture tits, but it, it had is tits a, in it. It is a German book that's been translated into English. So, ooh, for us. And there's a part where they talk about the Jews and how they're rats and how they should all be exterminated. <laughs> oh yeah, it's weird. We're, we came back to Never Ending Story, and yet that was discussed on the episode which Corey, well, one of the episodes that Corey was was previously on. It's just a testament to the fact that Never Ending Story is a fucked up dark movie that obviously affected all of us into our adulthood. <laughs> it did, yeah. yeah. We also have a, a nice little uh, music supercut of a Never Ending Story oh, yeah. that we can play right now. Call my name. Call, Call my name. name. Call my name. He has to give me a new name. Oh shit, what's happening here? It's only a story. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a story. <laughs> what is that? I tell you now. <laughs> Who's Atreyu? Atreyu is the is the boy warrior. Ugh, gay. How does Philk know so much about Never Ending Story but doesn't know who fucking Atreyu is? I am a warrior. I'm not a fan of it. I like the song. And Bastion. Bastion. Sebastian. Bastion. It's not Bastion, is it? It's, it's Bastion. It's Bastion. Bastion. That's Sebastian. Okay, that's weird. Bastion. Why don't you do what you dream?
Fantasia can arise in you. <laughs> Sweet pussy. I like children. I want to fucking kill your fucking ass. You don't shut up for a second, all right? Backwards, you lose your Bastion made many other wishes and had many other amazing adventures before he finally returned to the ordinary world. But that's another story. Turn around. And her face. The mirrors of your dreams. That's creepy, folks. Feed my adult passion. <laughs> Coming in <laughs> your face. That would definitely not be the lyrics. Lying on a rainbow. No, I, I know that one. It's written on the pages. Are the answers to a never ending story? <laughs> oh, God. Matt's in it right now. Arguably the greatest song for a movie with the title of the movie in the song. Yep. I'll give you that. Definitely. Awesome. Great. Oh, real quick. Dorn and Corey. Um, uh, Goonies um, or Monster Squad? That's tough. They're both really good. Um, I think Goonies is the better movie. Mon- I love Monster Squad. I really do. But I think if I have to choose Goonies. Yeah, I'm going with Goonies too. Well, yeah. Corey, Corey doesn't know Monster Squad as well as we do. <laughs> yeah. Should I wrap up? Sure. All right. Well, that was the fucking biggest cock too big I've ever fucked. Wow. Hey, boys. Want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Somebody said you got a new friend. We have a rapist in Lincoln Park. Oh, good for you. Does he love you better than I can? He's climbing in your window. Yeah, I want you to put your hot tongue in my ass. There's a big black cock over my town. Had your kids, no. had your wife, no. and had your husband because they raping everybody out here. I know where you're at. I bet he's been around. What? We gonna find you. I'm letting you know now. I want to me. You know what I want. Yeah, I know it's stupid. So you can run and tell back. But I just see it for myself. Oh, boy. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Ow. Ow. We're gonna do this. On my terms. I'm right over here. Why can't you see me? Oh. See, I got a huge cock. Holy fuck. And I'm giving it my all, but I'm not the boy you're taking home. Chicks can't give me the kind of head I need. Thank you, fucking crazy. And I'm all messed up. I'm so out of line. Cocks everywhere, asses, muscles. No, God! Stilettos and broken bottles. I'm spinning around in circles. And I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh. I've been asking for it. For years. I'm right over here. Why can't you see me? Oh. I'm giving it my all, but I'm not the boy you take it home. Liar! Oh. Leave it alone. I keep dancing.
She's like all these babes. You get their pilot lit, they can suck start a leaf blower. Oh, gosh, she's got the most incredible body. And a pair of titties make you want to stand up and beg for buttermilk. Ass like a 10-year-old boy. Are the two of you go fuck yourselves? I'm out of here. So far away, but still so near. The lights go on, the music dies. God damn it. But you don't see me standing here. Oh, my God. I just came to say goodbye. Oh, my God. In the corner. Watching you get kiss her. Oh. All you people want is more, 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 more. I'm giving it my all, but I'm not the boy you're taking home. Liar! Leave me alone! I keep dancing on my own. Is that woo woo? I keep dancing on my own. I'm in the corner, watching you get kiss her. Bitch. I'm right over here. Why can't you see me? Oh. I'm so fucking in there. It's incredible. I'm giving it my all, but I'm not the boy you're taking home. Do it! Do it! Do it! Come on! Come on! Come on! Kill me! I'm here! Fucking thing sucks! So you just suck your dick? Yeah, man. Like where I suck this dick? Like that. You suck my cock? You suck your cock. The video for Call Your Girlfriend, though, is the one take is fucking so good. And if you haven't watched that, watch it. Google Robin, call your girlfriend. Also, Google Robin, call your girlfriend SNL because right right at the end of SNL's relevance before they just became pandering, uh, there was I think it was Taryn Killen, who's no, of course like all the talented people no longer on SNL, uh, did a complete recreation of it, and it's very fun to watch. All right, that's it. Um, thank you, special guests, uh, Dord and Corey. The one, the two who who showed up and Woo. didn't quit five minutes later. Uh, yeah. Do you do you guys want to plug anything? <laughs> and we showed up. Um, no, just Jeff Stryker all the way. Plugging assholes. <laughs> you want to plug him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm plugging Jeff. So fucking drunk. Yeah, thank you guys. Oh, our pleasure. Yeah, congratulations on 200. 200, man. That's a big. Uh, that's a big accomplishment. You guys should be proud. We're proud of you. When I thought we were going to do this uh, releasing episode zero after 200, I, I remember thinking if we do that. I actually did think if we got to 200, I knew we were getting to 100. I knew. Here we are, 200. 200, though. I mean, it, it touched your heart, I think, Ballard, genuinely. When, on episode 100, when I talked about on episode one, when you talked about our plan for episode 100, I compared you to how Kevin Feige probably felt when Endgame finally came out for sure. after like all those times of, you know, probably people being like, yeah, but we're going to cancel this after like the second Thor. Like nobody wants to see any right. more of these movies and, and he, he having faith, like it would keep on going. Your Ant-Man's and the Wasps would come and go, but we'd still have the big movies. The catch is, is that now we're in 200 and there's no, they're like, are there even going to be any more fucking <laughs> Marvel movies? Like, I know. Will Black Widow even come out? Will 201 well, hey, come out? Look, 
And just look at that, you guys. Uh, we outlasted guys, the MCU. Bigger, yeah, you guys are bigger than the MCU now. Fuck you, we're, Kevin Feige. We're better than you now. You know, funny, Falk, you said that because, yes, um, when you said that because you compared me to Kevin Feige, uh, I was really happy about that. And You I had really, faith like, in your flattered. project is what I, my point is. And that motivated me to stick with it with you. And even when Nolan left, I said, we're not quitting. That's right. I appreciate that. And speaking of Nolan, something that we talked about was uh, not long ago, you were complaining about it, but you were also commenting how great my copywriting was. And you were relating it to George Lucas. And I related it to George Lucas and how it's like it's written for Star Wars, but it's difficult for Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford to say and Carrie Fisher to say, but they figured out a way to say it. Noli actually cut out that part of that conversation <laughs> out of the episode. So the episode had you commenting on how you didn't like the way my copy was, but then it, it, he cut out all the appraisal you did about comparing me to George Lucas afterwards. He actually cut it because it was one of his episodes he edited. So I was all upset. I remember thinking, oh, Nola cut out the part where it felt related to me to George Lucas, <laughs> like in a good way. He often cut out the nice me being nice and just left me and being mean more than once. Well, honestly, it worked. It was better content. You need the balance. All right. Yeah. Well, we don't have to. We don't deal with that problem anymore. Cool boy nation, tell us about your cock too big. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight, shove them up your ass, you fucking tard, and let us know how it felt by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast@gmail.com. New episodes come on the week, but always on two gays. Be sure to smash your pussies and like buttons, you fucking sluts, and subscribe to the Cool Boys. You can play yours and review us on Apple Podcasts. If that even is a real thing, hit my sucking cock and let us fucking dock. You fuck boys can also avoid donating to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Cool Boys podcast. Bitch, please check out our cool boy yes. other great central content, but you won't because you just too good for us. Too good, too big, too hot with Batman and beyond at your nearest internets. Yeah, if you like the yeah. first five minutes of this episode, you want to hear more of that guy, listen to Batman and beyond. <laughs> yeah, <but> he bounced. <laughs> now we will let Ballard try his very best to explain what next week's episode is. Episode zero, the test episode. All right. I took notes because I knew I was going to be this drunk at the end of this episode. All right. So episode zero, um, the original theme concept for Cool Boys was Jane's Addiction superhero entourage's theme. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So you're going to hear that as our original theme. You realize right away you can't actually make money if your theme is just someone else's song. No. So, <laughs> we went with royalty-free shit. Um, the other thing about episode zero, it's the same thing you can notice with episode one if you listen to episode one. It's bad mics. That's right. We all had the bad mics. We didn't have our mics yet. Um, episode zero and episode one were both recorded in early March. Actually, episode one was recorded in late March, but episode zero was recorded in early March. So all the content is early March of 2017. Um, so we talk about how we're excited to see Ghost in the Shell. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was shit. I saw it in theaters. Oh, that's too bad. We talk about Ice, uh, which is funny because of Ice Cast was an episode we did. Um, we talk about the whole episode show topic is Ballard's Absolute Justice League, which we talked about earlier this episode. Uh, my re-edit of uh, Man of Steel and BBS. 
and Suicide Squad and whatnot. As the DCEU, we talked about the future. Uh, we said Wonder Woman was going to be bad because of the studio meddling. It was pretty good. good. Interesting that it's actually one of my favorite DC films. <laughs> like Wonder Woman's a good movie. Yeah. We talked about uh and talking bodies. Felk said that there was no future to that segment. It lasted for 50 more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um in that segment we talked about Bravo Felk. We talked about Bravo actually in Vanderpump Rules, funny enough. Sure, I and, just talked about not everyone and could talk about it on the show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think you talked about how it was the worst channel on television. Yes, that's correct. It's uh, not the worst yep. channel on television. There's worse channels, but still, it's, it's not a great one. But I have established shows I watched on Bravo, like Top Show. You have? In our Bravo episode. We did a whole Bravo episode in the end. Um, so, yeah, so that's episode zero. That's next week's episode. It's a special little thank you for all, all however many people listen, uh, to, to show us all where it started. And, you know, we'll... And how shitty it was. We'll pick up a 201... And whatever state the world is in, and and will be a simpler and easier, more conversational podcast. Absolutely, yeah. Less show topics and themes, <laughs> and less editing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening, Cool Boy Nation, to the Cool Boys podcast, and thank you to all the cool boys that joined us tonight on this monumental episode of the Cool Boys podcast. We are so eternally grateful for those of you that stuck with us. All the way <laughs> to the end. Stay forever cool, cool nation. Until next time, it's goodbyesies from Cock Too Big. So. And that's goodbyesies from Cock Too Big Ballard. And that's goodbyesies from Cock Too Big Dorn. That's goodbyesies from Cock Too Big Corey. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... All right. Corey, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Dorn, thank you so much for coming back. At this point, Nolan's just kind of like a guest star in our back category. So not counting him, I believe you're by far the most, you know, common guests we've had on this show. Repeated guests, We would love to always have you back in in the future in a new format. We'll edit less, so we'll probably just end up talking over each other more, but I mean, it's going to still be... We're still going to explore our cast. We're still going to review movies, and and I... If we ever, if, if all of us ever get to go to see movies again, you know, we are always... Yeah, mm-hmm. if we see movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be back. If Quan... Oh, not Quan, what's it called? Did I not to die? <laughs> no time to die. No time to die, not to die. If No Time to Die ever no comes time. out in April, that's like the next Dude, mo- big movie that's coming I out. I want a Bond movie called Not to Die. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are welcome to go. Corey, I'm going to text you tomorrow. I'm very drunk, but if I remember, I'm going to text you tomorrow about Red Lobster. Because mm. re- even though we have to eat outside <laughs> and it's like 20 miles it. away, Red Lobster. Red Lobster fucking sounds so- I wish I could be at Red Lobster right now. But it's, red lobster, it's on in the red morning. Lobster, this is, red Lobster, listen to this, Red Lobster. Get some. Every Thursday night. <laughs> Get some. Get some. Get some. Cool, boys. Get some. Get some. <laughs> Get some.
cool boys. Hey, cool boys. Get some cool, cool boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. Are you showing me your dick right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You are. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.